Well, bad news, everybody. We didn't we didn't get around to seeing Zoolander two. I know everyone was just chomping at the bit for our take on this classic tale of a male supermodel. But hey, things happen, stuff falls through. But when one door closes, another one hits you very very hard in the face. <laughs> and we, for one, did take one in the face because there's. Zoolander 2 is not just the only horrible movie that was made this year. There was another one. One that kind of blows my mind how it was even made. We saw the Kevin Spacey classic, Nine Lives, for our leftover turkey episode of The Review Review. Welcome, everybody, to the Review Review, a show where two small-town dudes give you our big, dumb opinions. I'm Troy to the Max Extreme. I'm on the verge of killing a cat. (laughs) No shit. (laughs) (laughs) And today's show, we will be reviewing the instant classic. It's something. Nine lives. But before then, let's give you a little... uh, Give you a reason why we're doing nine lives. Yeah. <laughs> so we were all in to be doing Zoolander yeah. 2 today. We we wanted to set in stone an annual tradition where the week after ter- after Thanksgiving, we kind of shuffle through all of the horrible movies of the year yep. and pick out a real stinker. A yep. real just piece of shit. <laughs> yep. And we decided on Zoolander 2. Yeah. And uh, I had it all, all ready to be rented. It was supposed to arrive today. Not arriving till tomorrow. <laughs> so that fell through. And then uh, Redbox didn't have it. So I was like, well, you know what? Okay, I'll just shell out a few extra bucks. Yep. Whatever. Rent it on, on PlayStation or whatever. Yep. Yep. You can't rent this. <laughs> impossible to it's rent. It's impossible to rent. <laughs> This movie is so bad that they have just banned it from being rented. You have to actually buy yeah. this piece of steaming yeah. horse shit in order to actually view it with your own eyes. Yeah, yeah. And there's no way in hell I'm going to have that anywhere. I'm not going to even have like the memory. No. Even if I find a way to delete it from my library, I don't want that on any account. I don't want people looking. <laughs> oh, he has, he has, only one movie in his library, <laughs> yeah. and it's Zoolander two. <laughs> you don't even have the first one. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> so all of that was not flying. No, it was really upsetting me that the fact that it ca- <laughs> I came so close to buying Zoolander two. <laughs> Like, kind of scares me. Our chat today was cracking me up. Because you're like, well, we'll just check Redbox on your way through town. Yeah, okay. Never mind. Checked on my phone. Not there. We'll have to do it. I'm like, well, can we? I'll just rent it on PSN. Nope. Checked. Not on there. I'm like, what the fuck? Jesus Christ. You can't You can't even buy just the regular movie. You have to buy the Magnum edition. <laughs> what? 
So like not even the act like the theatrical release of the movie is available. <laughs> Some weird uncut version. Ugh. Like they just completely scrapped all memory of this movie except for this weird like uncut like director's cut edition. Ugh. God. They can only buy for like at the cheapest I could find for 7 bucks. <laughs> not worth it. There was one where it was 12. No. Less worth it. Yeah. I wouldn't even buy... There's things that I like that I wouldn't buy for 12 bucks. (laughs) So instead, we did get a second choice. Yeah. I think it's got an equally as low score on Rotten Tomatoes. Worse score. Great. It's 11% on Rotten Tomatoes. So we chose nine lives. Well, We'll get into that at the top of the hour. Right here at the head of the show... We got some news we got to go through. Give me that news, Troy. I'm going to give you that news, JT. JT, have you seen the 89 Batman starring Michael Keaton, Jack Nicholson? Yes, it is your favorite movie. It is. Did you notice that a certain actor, Billy D. Williams to be exact. Ooh, I was wondering if you picked up on this news. <laughs> was Harvey Dent in that movie. Yes. And he was cast out in Batman forever he played the bridesmaid did not get to play the bride <laughs> nope and he was replaced by tommy lee jones yes to play two-face i heard he still got paid to do that though still got paid to be two-face Ooh. even though he was not baby got a stew going <laughs> but that's carl weathers by the way not billy d williams damn it it's okay all black people look alike so- <laughs> <laughs> um he will be getting his just desserts mm-hmm. coming this summer in the Lego Batman movie. Not in the summer, though. It's in February. I think it comes out. Really? Yeah. This winter, <laughs> 2017, playing Two-Face himself. Yep. Finally getting the taste of those faces. Yes. <laughs> That's why I love the, Le- like the Lego Especially there with the Batman series altogether. Like mm-hmm. it's like because it's Legos, no one gives a shit. So it's yeah. just going doing balls out. Anything it wants the, to. Like the doing like the nerdiest Batman shit. <laughs> like this is so cool. Like this is a deep cut of Batman nerdum yeah. that you would have to know to get this to make this amazing. Yeah. Like you know they went out of their way to make <laughs> sure they got Billy D. Williams to play Two Face. <laughs> Because there's a few people out there that know he was Harvey Dent, but yep. never played Two Face. Yep, me, being you, one. You in particular. <laughs> so yeah, that's amazing news. I am even more excited for the Lego Batman movie coming this February. Yeah, I am all on board. Me too. Like Same. all of the shit they're releasing in for the release, like all those toys and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. God, oh, it's we've so been good. preaching about it. It's hey, it, if this is a shitty movie, we're gonna be depressed. <laughs> oh yes, but we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> oh, we'll talk about. Oh, we talking about it. <laughs> JT, you know, you know we're not talking about Zoolander two. <laughs> Get it out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Seven dollars. Fuck you. How you enjoying that Snake Hollow Potosi IPA? Ooh, it's good. It's an IPA, but not too brutal. No. 
Still a little just bitter. Just enough. Just enough. Yep. It's got that 6.5 uh, alcohol percent, though. It doesn't kick you in the nuts. It just kind of taps them and knows and tells you that I'm here. Yep. That's right. I have a couple of these. I'll put you on the couch. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> got the missus at home. You know what I mean? JT, we talked about Fantastic Beasts just last week. Did we? We, we did. did. <laughs> uh... It has already earned a close half bill worldwide at the box office. I don't know if it's going to get that bill, though. Probably won't get that bill. It's got to have some legs. And I don't think it's going to have them legs. Mm. Audience response to the movie has been really positive. More positive than ours. Really? But critic score has been more, well, I guess critical. (laughs) Giving it a little bit lesser sc- around ours, yeah. So I felt pretty, so pretty good. You felt pretty criticky. I did. <laughs> it made me feel pretty good. That so I'm you're like, gonna wow. call it? You're gonna call AMC now and be like, "Hey, look, listen. I gave <laughs> Fantastic Beasts about the same score as other critics. So that means <laughs> I'm technically a critic. That's it." <laughs> Let me see a movie whenever I yeah. want. Here's my credentials. <laughs> I kind of gave it the same as other critics. AMC, <laughs> get your head out your ass. We're critics now. Quit snubbing me. <laughs> I'm a critic. Uh, so, yeah, uh, probably won't make that bill. So we got Rogue One right around the corner. It's going to snip it. Right in its little... Nip it right in the bud. Yep. It's going gonna, it's gonna to briss it. Cut the tip go, right. Go and brisk it. <laughs> and I think uh, Passengers comes out the week before? Week Rogue after. One? A week after Rogue One? Mm-hmm. All right. I already looked it up to strategize for future episodes. JT, always, always on top of things. Mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes on top of things. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't get fucking... Zoolander 2, <laughs> $7, get out of here. Get that, get out of here. <laughs> JT, Pokemon is hot. Is it? Since Pokemon Go, Pokemon has been hot. hot, hot. I haven't heard shit about Pokemon Go for like months. <laughs> but since it came out, it was it was on top, took a dip. Yeah. Then Pokemon Sun and Moon came out. That's true. Came out hot again. Okay. Probably going to take a dip a little bit. All right. Now? Now what? Listen to this news. After this news, Pokemon going to be Skyrocket? up top. Uh, Detective Pikachu oh, is God. in the works. We talked about this probably weeks ago, <laughs> how this movie was in the works. How is this like their, this is their foray into theatrical <laughs> releases, is Detective <laughs> Pikachu? And they have a director. Rob Letterman. You may know him from the director of Shark Tale. Monsters versus Aliens, and the Goosebumps movie. Oh, man. I heard Goosebumps is pretty good. I haven't I watched it, I heard it, it was pretty decent. Never saw it, but I heard the other two are kind of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> but it, we have a director for a detective Pikachu. I was hoping you'd say something like Lars von Trier or something. <laughs> oh, my. If only. <laughs> if freaking only. Like Pikachu's like in the corner like stabbing his genitals. <laughs> Uh, JT, Cody Rhodes, former WWE superstar. 
current independent wrestling superstar. How's he doing on the indies? Uh, I've heard good things. Great. <laughs> uh, we've seen him play uh, bad guys in Arrow. Okay. Striking back at Stephen Amell. Against, okay. Uh, who did he, he play in Arrow? I can't remember. I saw him. He was just some drug dealer. Head honcho guy. Oh, okay. And then, like, he uh, he wasn't, like, a big-name supervillain, I don't think. Oh, okay. But he was a formidable foe for Green Arrow. Oh, that's good. But we're not talking about Green Arrow right now, JT. Jesus! Because okay. he is in the ring, Oh, fuck. quotes, for possibly another superhero role. Oh, shit. He has his eyes to play the Inhuman King, Black Bolt. In the new Inhumans project Marvel has set to create. Ooh, that's interesting. A non-speaking role. So all he has to be is a body, which he has. He has one. That's true. He Keeps does it. own a body. <laughs> does he keep it in shape? Psh, you know it. Yes. Got to keep that shit in shape. <laughs> <laughs> yes. The answer is yes. So we'll see. I would... I would like to see uh, maybe another actor jump into the four-way that was a previous wrestler. Ooh, there you go. The Rock showed he could do it in spades. Yeah. Could Cody Rhodes be the next? Heard, I've heard some uh, rumors about John Cena playing possible superheroes. Oh, my. Oh, my. Yeah, he was going to play uh, Superior, right? If that movie goes through? Was yeah, that I think so. Yeah. Maybe more news on Superior. Later in the show. Oh, fuck. Will I talk about it? Oh, fuck. Will I not? Stay tuned. <laughs> you have amazing cliffhangers. <laughs> uh, JT, 90s nostalgia, burning hot. Can't get away from it. I'm scorching over here over this hot 90s nostalgia. Speaking of 90s nostalgia... <laughs> Oh, the thing you brought up? Okay. <laughs> Ever heard of the Power Rangers? A time or two. They got a little remake coming out yeah. very soon. Mm -hmm. We've seen a little bit of a trailer here and there. Mm -hmm. Haven't seen the dinosaurs up close yet. Seen no. a poster. Saw some toys. Saw some toys? Yeah. Final images? Question mark? Yeah. Don't know. Well, an image concept art and an image was released to IGN today oh, shit. of Alpha 5. <sighs> I have the image right here on my phone. That doesn't help the viewing audience or the listening audience. Well, I, I I speak for the people, so I will let them know if it's good. And it is a bit of a departure from the classic oh, saucer-shaped uh, friend of the Rangers. And here right. it is. What the fuck? It is quite alien, isn't it? What the hell are those eyes? Yep, big headlights for eyes. Got like a weird dumpy body. <laughs> it looks like I don't know if he's like a, a robot like he is in the show. I assume maybe he is, but he definitely looks like he could be. Well, he is definitely a robot in this. But yeah, he is robotic, and he does kind of have a, a bit of the saucer. He has like got head. the flying saucer head, but just imagine it with like two headlights. Yeah, on the front, and a very. Uh, simian like body with yeah. longer front with like longer arms, shorter legs, and a like a paunchy body. Yeah, it looks like he has piss poor posture. 
So they they are taking this movie and maybe turning it on its ear, JT. I don't know. Twist on an old classic? Or is it going to end up like New Coke? Well, I think if <laughs> if they tried to do the exact same thing the TV show did, it would not get anywhere. Because no. I've seen episodes of the TV show now, and they're dog shit. <laughs> they are almost unwatchable. They are very bad. <laughs> Maybe five minutes of the 20-minute long episodes are watchable. Mm-hmm. Because they play the same fucking shit over and over and over again. Yeah. That you don't notice when you're a kid. No, because it just comes out once a week or like once a day. So you're like, oh, cool. Get to see the dinosaurs come together. And then that's like maybe five to ten minutes of footage that they keep using over and over again. (laughs) In a 22-minute episode. Yes! (laughs) Yeah. You notice that when we shot when Power Rangers went on Netflix and we shotgunned a bunch of episodes. And we were like... Oh my. Jesus Christ. <laughs> they use a lot it of this over. Not, that show is not meant for binge watching. No. Not at all. Yeah. Not. No. At all. No. <laughs> Never go back. <laughs> Just leave the nostalgia in your head. Yeah. Don't go back and revisit it because it'll always disappoint oh, you. Oh, I still... I, for what it was when I was a kid, I still love it. Same. But... I'm not watching any of that shit now. No way. No. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. We no. tried getting through the, the Green Ranger saga once, and that was painful. Yeah, I think we did that for, like, your birthday yeah. or something. We just, like, like got set, drunk yeah, and got watched drunk Power and watched, Rangers. watched the Green Ranger saga. <laughs> and that was, like, when you turned, like, 26 <laughs> or something. Yeah. It was... We spent... They, they spent an entire episode <laughs> with Goldar swinging his sword through fog trying to kill Jason. Yeah. Almost a whole episode. No, it was an entire episode. (laughs) (laughs) And then he teleported away, and then he got mad at somebody who wasn't even in the room with them about it. Oh, boy. It's a bad show. It's not good. (laughs) Not good. But that movie. That movie's going to be something else. Uh... Let me see. What do I got here? JT Star Wars. Yep. We brought up just a little bit earlier in the show. Maybe do we get Final Frontier Month? Maybe. For December? Maybe. 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 (laughs) Well, you heard about those reshoots that were going on. Yeah. Everyone gasping for air. (gasps) Reshoots was said. (gasps) What does that mean? (gasps) Is it bad? (gasps) Well, we don't know. Okay. But... The writer, Tony Gilroy, of the uh, reshoots that were going on in Rogue One, yeah, was paid quite a hefty sum for his work. I did read about this. He got paid five million dollars. Yeah, for the Star Wars Rogue One reshoots that were going on. That sounds like a big hefty sum of money. To it make sure like something someone might have, yeah, it sounds like someone might have fucked something up, right? <laughs> it makes me a little worried. Yeah, Ma- maybe it turns out. I mean, he is the writer of the Bourne movies. Yeah, and the first three are indecipherable to me, but they aren't bad. No, and they are more of a they are an action actiony type. Espionage, yeah, 
type yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. And when I say indecipherable, I mean I can't tell one from the other. No. Not like I can't tell what's going on. No. I get what's going on. Yeah. It's easy. Guy gets a bonk on the head, takes a swim, forgets who he is. <laughs> Turns out he's Jason Bourne, and then beats somebody up with a newspaper. He's spoilers. Oh, sorry. <laughs> But yeah, I read that. Yeah, they had him do like extensive rewrites of the script, and mm-hmm. then they had him like oversee pretty much most of the reshoots. Yeah. So it's like somebody must have fucked something up. I. But what though? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't what know. Could have gone so bad. I know they changed the look of Forrest Whitaker. Yeah. So I know that happened. Yeah. Because I guess they wanted to echo what he looked like in the Clone Wars, like cartoon. Okay. Because he is playing a character from that. Okay. But other than, like, changing a look, like, did they change, like, an entire plot point? Because you would think this movie's pretty straightforward, right? Yeah. It seems like a, yeah, like a, a straightforward plot of dude builds Death Star, daughter tries to stop him. I don't know. There you go. That's what I gathered from the <laughs> trailer. I don't I haven't seen it yet, Troy. I don't know. Well, this is all from the Hollywood Reporter. Okay. It was all one source, so there's nothing else out there confirming it. So it could be a bunch of bullshit. I'm not going to stand in complete judgment until I see the film. Me too. I haven't been disappointed yet. Yeah. (laughs) Episode one. (laughs) That was another time. Throwing it out there. Just throwing it out there. I think episode two is worse than episode one, actually. I agree. Episode two is just all over the fucking place. <laughs> and it should have known better. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Ugh. JT Ezra Miller. <laughs> yes. You know him? He's playing The Flash. Yep. You also saw him in last week's Fantastic Beasts. Yep. Bowl cut. To find him. Bowl cut. Nailed it. Uh, he talked up a little bit about his Flash, and that's more specifically the Speed Force Okay. in a recent interview. Okay. Comparing the Speed Force to the Force from Star Wars. No. Does this motherfucker want to get sued? <laughs> no, 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 no. Listen, listen here. Oh, no, 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 no. Uh, he compares it in this way. That the Speed Force is like a dimensional, well, force. Yeah. <laughs> that manipulates others. Okay. Like how the force can manipulate another person into giving them yeah. force abilities. He can manipulate this force and to use speed things. Okay. So whether like it's a little bit different than like how it is in the books or even on the CW show where they have to like be running for it to work or yeah. to like he it looks like he can just kind of step into it and okay. use it as he pleases. All right. That's the way I took it as when I was reading it. And there's gotcha. quotes. Gotcha. Whether it'll pay off in the movie or not, who knows? Well, DC has an amazing track record for making things make sense. Zack so. Snyder's killing it. And he by is. killing it, I mean he's killing the franchise. <laughs> <laughs> I legit spent like an entire day on Facebook just <laughs> shitting all over BVS with one of friend of mine. <laughs> I saw your tweet like this morning about it. Yeah. Uh, it was great. Oh, man, I was having so much fun. And then they're like, the people will just chime in that like it where it's like, come on, guys. It's like, no, it's awful. Yeah. Critically panned. Yeah. If you like it, fine. Majority of the people hate it. (laughs) 
Like, oh, what? You have a strong female character that we know from a previous movie? Let's give her a bullet to play with. <laughs> and then have her be put in, in, in life-threatening situations that she always needs a man to save her from. <laughs> Even when these situations, when he has no idea she was being, her life was in danger... It's just so you can have a bunch of fanboys make up some dumb bullshit about how you, oh, you can hear her heartbeat. Fuck you. You're just dumb. <laughs> I'm going to have to find that thread and uh, have a good chuckle. God. Uh, speaking of Warner Brothers, mm-hmm. the CW, DC on TV, yeah, started their four-part crossover this week. Yeah. Starting with Supergirl, Last yeah. Night with The Flash. Tonight with Arrow, and ending tomorrow on Legends. Of tomorrow. Of tomorrow. (laughs) (laughs) I've yet to see any of these so far, but I have been catching up on Arrow and Supergirl, and I think I'm caught up on Flash. Did I say Legends and Supergirl? I meant Flash and Supergirl. Doesn't matter. Wait. I don't even know what you're, what you're talking about now. Because you just zoned. As soon as I said CW, <laughs> you just went elsewhere. Yeah, I want to play this real quick. I, ca- <laughs> <laughs> I, ca- <laughs> I caught up on The Flash. Okay. And I caught up on Supergirl. Yeah. Oh, somebody kill me, please. All right, keep going. For the full crossover. Me. Yeah. Starting this last Monday. Starting this last Monday. Yep. Okay. So, so is it over? Yeah, it's over. So yeah, that's that's a thing that happened. Okay. It also is episode tonight. I'm sorry, it's over now. And it's also Arrow's 100th episode tonight. Oh, they're doing a hundredth episode on the. On the crossover. On the cross, Jesus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Must be a big, big deal. Must be a big, big deal. Uh, So, from what I see of Twitter, it could be a bit of a tearjerker. Uh-oh. Who knows? Not me. Yet. Uh, JT, that's all the news I have. That's all the news you got? That I thought was fit to spit. <laughs> Ooh, look at you. Ooh, how do you like that? Look at you. <laughs> I do have one other thing, but it's more of just a rant that I want to go on, and I'm not going to bore anyone with that. So. Okay. Well. I'm just going to cross it off my list. Oh, shit. <laughs> Troy. Yeah, JT. Oh, yeah. That what? Sorry I interrupted you. Yeah. Huh? Yeah? I'm all ears. <laughs> huh? <laughs> uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan mm. on the Howard Stern Show this week. Uh-huh. Said that Negan will return for season eight. Oh boy, Walking Dead. So oh boy. get ready for some more Negan goodness. Even uh, though I'm pretty sure people are getting, from what I've heard, people are getting sick and tired of Walking Dead. Yeah, yeah. I I haven't watched any of the season yet. Have you, Have you been keeping up on it? I've been keeping up on. I haven't watched this last week's yet, but yeah, they're. They're dragging their feet bad. Really? Yeah. I thought they'd be picking it up. I thought they would too. (laughs) But it's like every episode they're like, we're going to do this one thing. You got a whole fucking ep. Like they're like their big hour and a half long one where like Negan comes to Alexandria the first time. Yeah. Nothing happened. There's no reason it needed to be an hour and a half long. (laughs) Oh no. 
like the most he does is like, oh, we, we couldn't find these guns. I'm going to probably kill this one person. And then they find the guns and then he leaves. Oh, <laughs> God. Uh, so you borrowed the third compendium of Walking Dead from me. Yeah. And from where we are in the show is pretty close to where the third compendium is. Have you yeah. been reading it in conjunction with the show? I'm getting through. I'm getting close to where they introduced Negan for the first time. Okay. But, yeah, I saw where Abraham dies. And that's it's so weird in the book because they give him, like, a huge paragraph of shit to say when there's an arrow in his head. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> There's like a long diatribe he goes through with an arrow in his head. Yeah. I don't think that's how the human body works. <laughs> like, did this happen before the arrow? It happened during. <laughs> because there's another panel where you see the arrow go through and he's talking. And he continues talking with the arrow in his head. And then it just stops mid-sentence and then he falls down. Well, Abraham is a tough guy. That's true. There you go. It must have hit his brain just right where it's like... <laughs> He got his thought process through, and then, then it cut that part off yeah. when it hit him. And I don't know. Have you gotten to the big Negan kill yet in uh, the book? I'm getting close. Okay. Because, uh, uh, yeah, they're, like, camping, and they're being stalked by saviors. So, okay. yeah. It's, it's pretty it's, close. It's close. All right. I'm curious to... It's kind of in interesting that you're at the same point in the book I know. that there is in the show. So I, I want to keep following up on this. Yeah, I'm. I'm definitely not to give you homework or anything. Oh no, I'm. I'm interested <laughs> to see like how how the show treats it as opposed to how the book treats it. Because mm -hmm. because I, I will say there are a few things from the second compendium when I read it that I kind of like how the show handled it a little bit more than the book did. Yeah. Because like because it's a TV show, like they. Even though there's lots of instances where they're dragging their feet, they still have to keep mm -hmm. action going. I feel the book sometimes doesn't really know what it's doing and kind of just drags yeah. its feet too. Especially that second compendium. It's kind of a... It's it's good, but it's kind of a chore to get through at times. Yeah. And it's like 50 issues. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or not 50 issues. I think it's like a, maybe 25 issues or whatever. Any, regardless, it's a lot. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's like I can't I can't even count how many times there's they just have like random scenes where they're just like, let's rise up against Rick. And then Rick's like, no, you're not going to. OK, guys, let's, let's forget about it. Let's, let's not, not do it rise anymore. up against Rick. Yeah, guys, let's not do it now. <laughs> Rick makes a really good point. We shouldn't rise up against him. <laughs> yeah. like, how many times are you going to do this? Yeah. And Walking Dead, uh, I love the series. Yeah. But I think I like the book in a sense that if there is a slow part, you can blow through it while reading it. Yeah. And then if a good part, you can really savor it. Yeah. But you can't do that while watching the show. I know. You're on their schedule. Yeah. yeah. So it's that's kind of sucks. Yeah. But as opposed to the book though, I do like I like um I'm really a big fan of Morgan in the TV show. Yeah. They didn't really do anything with Morgan in the book. He's like flutters in and out. And, and they I don't even know why I don't even know why they brought him back I, <laughs> in the book. 
He just shows yeah. up to fuck Michonne like once. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I don't know. Like in the show, he actually has like a purpose. Like he's almost kind of like a, he's kind of like a counterpoint to, to like what they've been doing all along in like killing people that they don't trust. And then he's kind of like that humanity in the show. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I'm a, I, I don't know. I like Morgan in the show, but even though they haven't shown him for like the, because he's over like hanging the kingdom, and they haven't shown the kingdom for like the last like four episodes. Oh it's boy, like, Jesus Christ! Well, I can't. I mean, they can't do that CG tiger all the time. That's true. <laughs> That's true. That's probably like what, like a, like a bill, like a bill on that one. At least two bills. Two bills. <laughs> That's two bills on a tiger. What do you think they got? RDJ money? I don't think so. Come on, get out of there. <laughs> Oh, RDJ back. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Stop talking, RDJ. Give me one of those. No, fuck. Brewskies. No. I'm not giving you one of these. I got no. one left, and I'm calling it. Yeah. I'm, I'm claiming it. You're an ass. Oh, fuck. You me. are not as lovable as what the public would say you are. What did you smoke when you. Your breath, your your breath is awful. What what are you smoking? Dryer lint. Oh, f- dryer lint. Ah. My God. God. That that's not even that won't even get you high or even remotely any kind of. Do you have like a dependency on dryer lint? How do you how does that happen? Could have been asbestos. Oh, Jesus. Jesus. Fucking Christ. <laughs> You're Get a out mess. of here, RDJ. You're a mess. You're an absolute mess. And whatever accent you said had just now. <laughs> Get <laughs> out of here. I know. That's awful. Just awful. Peace out! Oh, Jesus! <laughs> he just flew away! <laughs> what just happened? How did he just fly away? <laughs> oh, that was that was weird. What were we talking about? Um we are gonna talk about Oh, here we go. Uh, like Warner Brothers, Warner Brothers, putting it out there, saying they're going to focus primarily on their blockbuster franchises. Okay, so expect a lot of DC. We got DC. Got expect a lot of uh, their new Harry Potter. We got HP, and expect a lot more Lego. Lego. Yeah. Great. So I'm, I'm more looking forward to some more Lego stuff. Same. Everything else can kind of, um, how should I put this? Go at its own pace? Yeah. Or, like, suck my dick? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, boy. Yeah. I I saw a rumor when I was scrounging for news that they are looking for their own streaming platform, WB. Hmm. You see that? Did you happen to find that? I did see a thing where they're, they're trying, they're looking for... A means of shortening the length between the theatrical release and the home release of all of their films. Warner Brothers, yeah. in general. Oh, that'd be okay. Yeah. Like, maybe they're trying to, like, scooch more towards the uh, streaming and the uh, uh, DVD Blu-ray releases. Get more, like... Because I know, like, there's a lot of a lot of those companies will put their, like, uh, movies out on... Uh, like digital download? Yeah, like digital download like really, really soon. And like uh, 
it'll be months before it comes out on DVD, but then like that digital download will be like maybe like ten or twelve bucks more than like if you were to let's just wait for the DVD to come out. I haven't noticed anything like that. Like I've noticed like the digital download will come out at le- like at least a month before the physical release. Yeah, but I haven't noticed really any price differences. Uh, oh yeah, maybe not that much of a price difference, but I know especially for renting. Yeah. Like I'll look up like like for renting and stuff, and I know that like if you rent it via like like a streaming service, like it's a lot more. Yeah. Than if you were to like wait until like it actually comes out on like Netflix or something. Because that would be, like uh, yeah, because a rental would be maybe well it depends where you get it. Yeah. But it, it could be like closer to eight bucks. But then you get a, when it comes out, you can get it on like on Redbox for like a buck fifty. Yeah. But it's hot, hot, hot. That's how they can make their money, though. Yeah. That fucking the know. almighty dollar. Everyone's everyone's bound to it, man. <laughs> I tell you what. I even I think the last DVD I actually bought, well, Blu-ray I actually bought was Civil War. Mm-hmm. I don't think I bought anything else. Since then, I'm really digging, like, just not having all that stuff lying around. I don't know. I like just having, I like having the, I'm, like, a big fan of collecting Blu-rays and stuff. Like, I like having the hard copy on me where it's, like, if I have, like, a day where, like, all this internet fails me, I'll have, I'll just have it where I can watch it. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Like, I, I was like that, and I wanted, like, if I wanted a movie, I would be like i'm gonna go out and buy it mm-hmm. but now like i felt like feel like blu-rays and stuff now the way i, I used to look at them where it was like in really high regard because they'd have like so much like back matter to it mm-hmm. and special features and stuff and the more time goes on the more that gets stripped away yeah and it's just like all it has now is like production art and like a commentary on it maybe yeah with like the movie and i'm like well, sometimes I don't listen to the commentaries. Yeah, but I don't even really care about extras. I just like having the physical copy. Like, I'm like, I don't know, maybe I'm, maybe it's like something my parents, like, beat into me or whatever. Well, they didn't beat me, but, like, <laughs> that they just kind of, like, put in my head where it's like, if you're going to spend your money on something, like, it's nice to have the physical embodiment of it that you can hold yeah. and, like, actually, like... There's there's sometimes where like my internet goes out where I'm I'm about ready to just rip my hair out. <laughs> yeah. I have nothing nothing to do and it's that's when it's like nice to just have like that there where I'm like no oh, watch this. Yeah, I get that. I get it. But I still buy like all the my like comic book movies and stuff. Oh yeah. Cuz I like all the back matter to those even though it's been dwindling. And I like the Warner Brothers animated features too that come out cuz they usually have like a behind the scenes featurette and like a making of the movie which is really interesting. Yeah. Cuz I really like I'm interested in like the production of animation and how mm-hmm. that goes from like storyboards to like script to storyboards to final animation and all that kind of stuff. I find that really interesting. But Hey, there you go. Just putting that in my little little two cents. Two cents of life. I like it. Thank you. I like it. George, you hear the big news about Netflix. What's that? Netflix will officially be offering the option to download their content. Really? Yes. Holy shit. 
That's not for everything on Netflix, though. Because okay. I think I read somewhere where Disney's not lo- allowing them to download any of their content. Makes sense. Like anything Disney puts out on Netflix, you can't download. But for the most, like all their original series and stuff, you can download. Huh. And with a subscription, you can do it for free. So, like, if you're like on a plane or something, or you can watch it all if offline. You're, yeah, or if you're going somewhere where there's no <laughs> internet, you just download it and have it all at the at your fingertips. Hmm. What? I don't think it's a terrible idea. No. Would that? Uh, I was going to ask if would that make like the price go up? It hasn't gone up yet. But it's also not live yet, right? To download uh, stuff. I think. I don't know if they have or not. I don't know. But we'll see. Keep your eyes peeled. Keep your ears open. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep, yep. Keep raising them prices. Shoot. Shoot. Troy. Yeah. Mel Gibson. Uh, What has he done now? (laughs) Well, he hasn't done anything. Oh. But his son, Milo Gibson. Oh, God. Going to be starting that... Anti-Semitic rants? No, not at all. <laughs> anti-Semitic rants. But he's going to be starting his own uh, major uh, theatrical release oh. debut. Braveheart 2. No. Passion 2. Passion of the Braveheart 2. <laughs> no, he will be starring what in a women thriller. Want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> He'll be starring in a thriller called All the Devil's Men. Where he plays an American bounty hunter who's trying to track down a disavowed CIA operative in London. Oh. So I saw a picture of him and he looks pretty much, he looks like spot on like a young Mel Gibson. Oh boy. So I'm curious to see how he does. Yeah. Be a chip off the old block. He can hold his own. We'll see. Have that Mel Gibson charm before he got old and (laughs) yelled at his his wife for not (laughs) blowing him enough. (laughs) Hey, we love a public breakdown. We do. Everybody loves them. We do. Keep them coming, Mel. <laughs> Troy, did you see Sebastian Stan's Instagram lately? Nope. Well, Troy. I don't have the Hold IG. On. Are you going to pull it up? For all, you people, for all you people listening, you can look this up, but I'm going to show you a picture real quick, Troy, and Sebastian get your... Stan. The Winter Soldier himself? Get your... Uh, yep, the Winter Soldier himself. Put a picture on his Instagram that's got a lot of Marvel fans buzzing. Uh, 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 Sebastian Sebastian Stan SS um kind of like the fuck. Nazi police <laughs> Yeah <laughs> He's joining the Nazis that's that's why uh, that's that's uh that's what I I uh a new up and coming party in the American political system <laughs> Exactly Well uh here you go I found it Here you go Troy Got it let me check, check this out Check this picture out What There you go Shield slung that's right. That For all you people listening, Sebastian Stan put out a picture of a shield slung over his arm with the star in the middle 
like his like his arm in Winter Soldier. That's right. Which is a lot having a lot of people speculate could the Winter Soldier be the new Captain America? That's a good that's a good question. So a lot of lot of Marvel fans buzzing. I actually really like that because it is a play on the cap. It's a play on the Captain America shield, obviously. Yeah. With the circular disc with a star in the middle. Mm-hmm. But it's a silver disc with the red star in the middle, just like his arm. Yeah. It's amazing. So it's his arm. I would have never put it together like that, but it's so simple. Yeah. And so smart. And it's it's his, it's his own thing. That if it's not true, I might plot. <laughs> <laughs> So that'd be pretty cool. I'd like to see that. Could that possibly happen in Infinity War? Who knows? Tune in to find out. Tune in to find out. <laughs> Troy, the Annie Awards took place. The what? <laughs> yeah, I didn't know what they were either. <laughs> the Annie? But I guess it's I guess it's yeah, Annie, like A N N I E. Oh, okay. And uh I guess they're an awards show that uh admonishes like animated Animated films. Oh, okay. Got it. Yeah. I thought you said Annie, like A-N-Y, like Annie Award. No. <laughs> no. The it's Annie a, I, Yeah, it's like, I guess it's it. like an annual thing. It's like an annual award ceremony that uh, admonishes like uh, animated series or animated uh, TV or not TV, uh, movies. Right. And... Uh, with all these animated movies that are being up for grabs in the at the Academy Awards, uh-huh. there's like what, like a grand total of like twenty seven, twenty seven, yeah, that uh, have been submitted to the Academy Awards. A lot of people got their eyes on it, right, to see who the big winner is. And uh, uh, well, I guess it didn't I guess it didn't happen yet, but they had the nominations for the Annie Awards. Okay, and Zootopia came out on top, really, with eleven nominations. At the Annie Awards. I still have yet to see Zootopia. It's on Netflix. I heard that. Chelsea already watched it. Yeah? Is What'd it good? Think? Oh, she loved it. Yeah. It's it's real good. It's I real put good. it up there with Inside Out, actually. Inside Out. All right. Yeah, and it's not even a Pixar. It's all Disney. Hmm. Hmm. Well, speaking of... While we're on the subject of animation... Okay. Uh, Moana just came out this last week. Yeah. Um, I mean, doing... I mean, you go see that. It's doing real good. I've heard this. Um, there was a little convo uh, in our circle of friends group that uh, uh, our friend Andy went to go see it. Yeah. He's got a young little boy. Okay. Uh, and he said it was the best thing since Frozen. And I said, well, Frozen <laughs> sucked, so that's not saying much. <laughs> but anyway... That jab aside, it opened yeah. up a huge commentary about all of our friends talking about like what are the best animated movies that have come out recently, mm-hmm. and uh, not um, mostly it was just Disney Pixar because it was kind of on that subject. Oh yeah, but Zootopia was up there, also nominated. Well, in our friends group, nominated nominated in of, friends group right. awards. Yeah, <laughs> is one of the best ones as well. Yeah, so that was uh, that was pretty cool and a lot. But though. Inside Out ranks really great among adults. Yeah. Um, our friends with children said a lot of kids are bored with Inside Out because they don't get it. Oh, yeah. I can totally see that. Yeah, me too. And I'm like, I never would have thought about it that way. Inside Out is pretty deep. 
it, I don't think I liked it as much as you did. Yeah. I still appreciated it as a pretty great movie. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, it, it is. it would be pretty dour yeah for a kid mm-hmm. especially he, when you see like the imaginary friend <laughs> yeah what happens to the imaginary friend where you're like god I, i'm pretty sure a child this would like scar a child <laughs> well not even only that it's like a heavy subject matter too so mm-hmm. like the they have to fill in the movie with a lot of bright colors and yeah. stuff in order to like keep a kid in and i feel with inside out it tackles like a subject that uh kids have not really dealt with yet, which is like growing up and having to deal with the end of your childhood. Yeah. So yeah. it's, yeah, it's like being exposed to something that you have no idea what you yeah, have what's no, in store. Yeah, you have no means <laughs> of connecting with. Yeah. So, well, I don't know. Where, oh, this Annie Awards. Yeah. Zootopia. Yeah. But yeah, I think Zootopia, Zootopia does remind me a lot of Inside Out, but I think Zootopia does a better job of connecting more with kids and adults like it does have deep subject matter but it also it's a bunch of talking animals yeah and they never really do anything where it's like super adult it's just it's kind of like they kind of uh like touch on like um class systems and sure differences between people or in this case animals right and uh i think it's really interesting you should definitely check out zootopia i will try to check out zootopia pretty soon Good. It's the busy season at work, JT, so I'll have to see if I can get to it. It is. All right. Well, Troy, we talked about that Doctor Strange Yeah. a while ago. It was old Stephen Strange up to. Well, Doctor Strange up to quite a bit. What? Quite a bit. In fact, Tell me just more. this past week, he has passed Iron Man What? in gross, which makes... Doctor Strange, the highest grossing debut solo Marvel film. Okay. <laughs> that's a lot. That's a lot to that's a lot, lot to of dissection. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but out of all the all the debut solo Marvel right. films. Not sequels. Not sequels. Or team up movies. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Solo Marvel film, Doctor Strange is the highest grossing one from Marvel. I could see that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Iron Man was really great, but it was the first one out of the gate. Yeah. Um, Hulk was after that. Had a little bit less. Mm-hmm. And then what? all you have is Captain Thor. A- Thor and Captain America. Yeah, Captain America was didn't really get the gr- best of reviews. The but first when one. we went back and watched it on a road to yeah, Civil we, War, yeah. I liked it a lot it more. Was, yeah, it was really good. And Thor, I... Still like Thor quite yeah. a bit. Yeah. It does a lot to set up like future Marvel events. Mm-hmm. But maybe that was its downfall. And it was a really simple story. Yeah. But I, I really still like the Thor. But I guess people just can't connect to it as much. I don't know. I don't know. But that's what it was going against. Yep. There's nothing else. Ant-Man. Really. Oh, yeah. Ant-Man. Would Guardians. Oh, no. Guardians would be like a group movie, right? Would that not count? That's a, that's a, that's a debut, though. But Guardians. is it a solo debut? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. Gotta Guardians did really up. well. Gotta look that up. I don't know. Well, anyways, Troy. Kingsman. Let's go on. Let's go on some other stuff. Kingsman. Oh, Kingsman. What do we got? Kingsman. PT. The Golden Circle. 
was supposed to come out this summer. Yeah. Oh, get pushed back. Got pushed back. Oh, God. Got pushed back to October 6th. Okay. Of this coming year. So. What's. Did it uh, have a reason to get pushed back? I don't know. I'm, I'm guessing they didn't really give much of a reason, but I'm guessing it's because. They're probably drawing from this last summer of how everything was so fucking packed on one another. Yeah, super saturated. God, it was bad. (laughs) Okay. October, not much else coming out, I'm assuming. Um, I think there was something else coming out that was close in October, but I can't remember what it was. I can't ever remember any of these yeah, anymore i don't know I'll like this so much shit that's just jam-packed yeah. between like memorial day yeah. and labor day and then like the little outliers of those mm-hmm. that it almost just you have to know what's coming out every month of the year no shit and so it's like impossible to remember all like nobody should know this <laughs> like wh- if you commit this to memory good for you but do something else with your life get a hobby <laughs> start whittling take up the fiddle Man, there was today. I was, uh, I'm like trying to like take my uh, my top ten list for movies seriously this year. Like I'm trying oh, to like. Oh shit! So I was like writing. I was like kind of like doing some some uh, study to try and figure out what what else I need to watch. And there's a lot that I really want to watch before I commit to a list for 2016. Oh man! So I'm like, fuck. Oh man! Bring in. So we'll see. Bring the big guns out, JT. I know. There's a, there's there's some good stuff coming out pretty soon. You got me worried that I, that I might see. not live up. Well, you did see, you did, you saw quite a bit of things this this year. But a lot more than last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a lot more. I'm just checking out the calendar for uh December. December's pretty packed. Rogue One, Passengers, uh, that uh, Christmas that office Christmas party looks really good. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe it looks okay. <laughs> okay, there's a there there's a movie coming out in December that I really want to see. That I'm gonna but I'm gonna bring up the trailer for. I'll let you know. Okay, they put out a new trailer for right. this certain film that I really want to see. All right, I will let you know All right. when we get to it. All right, but no Kingsman October sixth. Look out for it. Maybe a good move. Yeah, I would say so. You don't want to. I feel like those blockbusters got to spread themselves out a little more. Yeah. Like I feel like like because we've been exposed to like the blockbuster esque movie for so long that you can't just subject it to a season anymore. Like it needs to be spread out. Yeah. And with Star Wars now taking up the winter. Yeah. <laughs> you kind of have to like fill in the cracks. Or at least December. Yeah. At the very least. Yeah. It's like Marvel claimed Marvel Marvel claimed summer and uh Star Wars claimed winter. Yeah. So it's like you gotta find Yeah, you gotta, you gotta like throw in like your like yeah. look at this. Like throw it in like the cracks of yeah. of, of the year. It could change the stigma that uh stuff coming out in January, February are stinkers. Yeah, like there was some pretty good stuff in February that came out this year. Deadpool, Deadpool came out in February. Yeah, I know. So, watch out, Q one seventeen. Look out. <laughs> Speaking of Deadpool, good segue there, Troy. Oh, thank you. Deadpool two picking up a new director. I didn't see this. Yeah, they replaced Tim Miller with David Leitch, who is the director of John Wick. 
Wait, wait a minute. I, I think I said this last week. You did? Maybe. I don't know. Uh, no, I did not. No, but maybe so I read it. So you're a liar. <laughs> so you're a liar. <laughs> maybe I read it and I um just forgot all okay. of it. Okay. But uh, yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it because um, he does pretty good action. John Wick has good action. Oh yeah, has really good action. Mm-hmm. I think there's a little bit of witty banner in there. I don't like. I think with much of John Wick, almost at all. <laughs> okay, well, you're an asshole, but no, no I remember the puppy stomp. <laughs> yeah, the puppy stomp was pretty fucked. But... And like the household raid, where like then he hires a bunch of people clean out the bodies. Yeah. But I don't remember much else besides like random shoot 'em up scenes. Yeah. Like I feel like like the director can be really good with the action and I feel like Ryan Reynolds can have a nice have a, a good feel on the uh on the banter between one another. Alright. I think that'd be a that'd be a good team up. Good I'm team, up. This team up. I'm like this team up. Good Marvel team up. How do you like that? I like it. Great. I like it. <laughs> Last bit of news, Troy, before we get into our essentials. Mm. Ivan Reitman saying yeah. that that despite rumors, there are more Ghostbusters movies in the works. Oh, wait a minute. <laughs> I thought they were put on hiatus. Hey, this this come from the man Ivan. All right. So Whoa. who am I to Whoa. question? <laughs> who am I to question the right man? That's true. That's true. <laughs> It's, his name's not Ivan Wrongman. <laughs> That's very true. <laughs> you got me there, JT. So, come on. All right. Maybe, who knows? Well, maybe ladies, ladies coming back? I, I'm, I'm hoping so. Me too. I enjoyed Ghostbusters. Yeah. I think, th- I think that team works pretty well together. Me too. I'll just give them a fucking better movie to work with. And That's, That's right. <laughs> That's all you need. Give them a good script. Come on, Paul. <laughs> Get in there. My, my, my Paul. My BF Paul. Your BF Paul. Paul Feig. <laughs> Paul Feig. Feig. Troy? Yeah. Means we, we've we exhausted all our news. Time to get our essentials. And oh. we, have, we, <sighs> we have some bits. <laughs> oh, my. We do have some bits, though. Oh, my God. Do I, need, do I need to sing it? Because we don't have a theme yet? Yep. Yep. Neil, this is on you. God. You make this Neil's bits harder and harder every mm-hmm. time we don't have a theme. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> here we go. Let me get a tune here. That's perfect. Perfect tune. Is that a C major? Uh, I think it was <laughs> D minor or something. Oh, good. <laughs> People die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned to Neil's bits. Like a, little, a little somber note at the end there. I yeah, like that. I know. It's a tough one. This, tough one this week. Got to keep it in a major key. It's a tough one this week. That's right. First of all, we've got that piece of shit Fidel Castro. He's dead. Who cares? <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Then. I'm s- did he die this week? Yeah. How did I not hear about Fidel Castro? You didn't hear about Fidel Castro dying? Not a word. Do you not hear the news? Apparently it's been not. All over the fucking news. Apparently not. I missed all of this. <laughs> He's dead. When? What day did he die? Oh fuck! I think it was like on Sunday. 
Sunday or Monday or something like that. I did not see that shit at all. Yeah, that fucker's dead. I am blind to the world. <laughs> it, it's awesome because uh, one of my buddies was like sending me these posts that he was seeing on Facebook where like, God, the fucking like people on inter- on like uh, Facebook and shit that are just like, they're like offended for the sake of just being offended. Oh, God. It's like people talking about like, Okay, come on, guys. He just died. Give Fidel Castro a break. And it's like, this dude, like, fucking enslaved a country. <laughs> There's a reason we couldn't trade with him yeah. for a very long time. He started the Cuban Missile Crisis. <laughs> he <laughs> almost started World War Three. Not a good guy. Yeah. <laughs> I don't really give a shit if 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 you're offended because Fidel Castro's a piece of shit. Fucking dipshits. <laughs> well, that blows me away that I didn't hear about this. Okay, yeah. Well, Fidel Castro is dead. I think All it's right. like ninety something. I think he was at too. Like it's real fucking old. Those Cuban cigars. Yeah. There you go. Keep Cuban smoking. Cuban will keep the cancer out there. <laughs> <laughs> Yep, cigar day keeps the cancer at bay. Like it stays, it's in you. Yeah, it just, just kind of is like, yeah. all right, one just more keep feeding me, one that more, sweet, and then sweet all tobacco. Right, but tomorrow, I'm probably gonna kill you. <laughs> uh, okay. <laughs> all right, one more Cuban, and then and that, this is the last one. I swear, last one, and then tomorrow, pff, you are dead. Cold turkey. Cold turkey. You're dead. Yep dead that's when he died all right here's a big one though troy all right at 82 we lost florence henderson i did hear this one 82 florence henderson yeah it's a tough one oh mrs brady yeah quite a loss yeah and like well someone was telling me something where like she was on like a show where she was like dancing like three days before she died too dancing with the stars (laughs) it might have been i don't know like she was on like I think my mom even told me this. Like, she was on, like, some show where she was, like, doing some kind of dance. And it was, like, three days before she died. Hmm. I was like, Jesus. I did not hear about... Sneaks up on you. I didn't know if she was actively in anything. When I heard that, I was like, oh, boy. I don't know. It's quite a shocker. She she was a, a good-looking older woman, too. She's pretty. She's pretty. I mean, da- goddamn. I don't think she was that pretty. Take it easy, JT. <laughs> hey, for, for look, for an older woman, like when you see a hot older woman, you have to respect that. For what do you say she was 82? Yeah. Yeah, she didn't look 82, I didn't think. No. Not so. at all. Not yeah. at all. So, so Florence Flor- Florence Henderson, we drink to you. Tip a cap. Tip a cap to Florence tip a, Henderson. Tip it a cap. <laughs> tip it a cap. One last one, Troy. There's one more. Oh my one more God. bit. At 71, Ron Glass. Mm. Also heard this one. Yeah. He was a Shepherd Book on uh, on uh, Serenity mm-hmm. and Firefly. Yep. And uh, I know he's done some other stuff, too. Most well known for those Joss Whedon-y projects. Yes, yes. But, yeah, always good in all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Big fan of Shepherd Book. Mm-hmm. Especially, like... He played a religious character, and I wasn't annoyed by him. So that means... <laughs> right. That's, nailed it. That's Yeah, that, that means he did that character <laughs> justice. Yeah. 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 
So you will also be missed. Mm-hmm. Tip of the cap. Tip of the cap to, you. to the run of glass. Uh, so yeah, big, big ones this week. Yeah, there was a, quite a few. Even <sighs> that piece of vomiting horse shit Fidel Castro's <laughs> dead. Still surprised didn't hear about that. <laughs> I know, it was all over the fucking news. My God. <laughs> I want to say Twitter failed me, because I had to be on Twitter all Sunday. <laughs> Oh, shit. Because I was trying to avoid putting Christmas decorations up. Okay. That's what I was actively doing. Good. That's what I do. Oh, my God. Oh, well. Oh, well. Oh, well. Well, that brings us into our next segment. Yep. A little segment that we know is always done. Wait. Is it always done? Or are we the ones who are, in fact, done? <laughs> and there you have it. There's our sounder for You Know It's Done. It's heavy. It's deep. So heavy. I've had plenty of Existential. people. Existential. I've had so many people message me like, you know what, man? You changed my life. I know. I used to be an alcoholic, and then I heard that. And now and I'm now, totally on meth. And now I, now, now I do meth. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Don't put. Don't count that. <laughs> That's equally. Don't as put bad, that on me, bro. Worse. Don't put that on me, bro. But yeah, it's it's something we do every show. Yeah, it changes lives mm-hmm. for the worse or better. Who knows? JT, I think I went first last week. Would did you, you go first last week? I don't remember if I did or not. Let's see what we had last week. I did go last, or I did go first. Okay. Well, uh, I saw a few trailers. First one I saw is a for a movie called The Comedian. Oh, with Robert De Niro. Okay. Playing the titular comedian from Watchmen? No. <laughs> no. <laughs> Play, yeah, playing an older dead comedian. <laughs> now, uh he plays just like a regular comedian in New York who uh uh he gets in like a tussle with an with a crowd member. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. And he has to do community service, and then he meets a woman played by Leslie Mann. Oh. And uh, kind of develops a little bit of a relationship with her. Nice. And uh, you kind of see like their their uh, relationship kind of blossom. It kind okay. of look looked like like the wrestler for comedian. Okay. Comedians like being older and kind of out of out of tune with. Uh, what comedians of today are doing. Okay. But still trying to remain relevant. Is this a Judd Apatow movie? Mm, I don't think so. Okay. It just seems like it could be. Yeah, it sounds one like it dramedies. would be. Yeah. <laughs> but no, it looks it looks pretty good. Like they they have like uh, it seems like they have uh, appearances by like Danny DeVito was in it and cool. uh, Billy Crystal. I think I saw him in there, and uh, Harvey Keitel's in it. Cool. Like a lot of like older, pretty sweet actors in it nice uh, kind of curious to see it when it comes out i think it's like in february or something it's supposed to come out okay so uh looks like it's like a smaller budget film but it looks it looks looks good and like i haven't seen de niro in anything really noteworthy lately so i actually want to see him actually do something good for a change what about the intern do you see the intern no nobody did (laughs) (laughs) So yeah, the comedian. Check out that. Also saw 
This is a newer trailer for it. I think I saw a trailer for this a while ago, but I never brought it up. But I saw a new one for it called Fences, mm-hmm. the movie with uh, Denzel Washington. Okay. And it looks fucking awesome. Really? Yeah. It's based off a play he was at. He actually did. Okay. Called uh, called Fences. Sure. And it's uh, it kind of looks like the story of like a guy who uh, like has like a family. Like he he has like his wife and his son, and he's kind of like lower class, and uh, his son is uh, training to be like a really good baseball player. And mm-hmm. he was training to be a really good baseball player until he had his son, mm-hmm. and then kind of had to settle for being like a factory worker or something. Mm. So it's kind of like him dealing with. Like his son getting to live out the life that he never had, and almost like in a way, he's almost sabotaging it to try and like I don't know. Like it, it seems like a really deep movie, and I've heard like the play is fantastic. Oh, I've, I've never heard about it. Yeah, like there's a lot. There's like it hasn't even come out yet, and there's a whole lot of Oscar buzz behind it already. Like oh, I guess Denzel, like he loves the play so much that he stars in it and he's directed it. And he sure. got the guy that wrote the play to write the screen the screenplay for it. Does that come out this year? Yeah, it comes out in December. Okay. But yeah, it looks really good. Like uh yeah, Denzel's in it, and then the chick that plays his wife is uh she's also in like a like really fucking I think she was the in the the chick that was in Suicide Squad, what's her name? Margot Robbie? No. <laughs> yeah, yeah. His wife's playing Margot Robbie. <laughs> the chick who played um oh, fuck, what's her Amanda name? Amanda Waller? Yeah. Uh fuck. Yeah, I can't think I of her name. I won't be able to come up with it. But like she looks like she fucking kills it in it too. Okay. Like it looks check out the trailer for it cuz it looks really good. I might have to. You've intrigued me. Yeah. That's JT. Fences. Fences. So. I think I even blew past it cuz I just kind of see like Denzel now and I'm like, "Yeah." Whatever. Like, yeah. he's probably in some action There's movie, like, like Check out the first trailer especially because there's this awesome... They just play out, like, this scene where, like, his son's just like, Hey, Dad, why do you hate me? And then just gives him this huge diatribe where you're like, Oh, oh shit! Fuck yeah! <laughs> right like, on. Oh, it's so fucking... Yeah, it looks really good. And the last trailer I saw, Troy. Whoa, three? For a show on NBC. I think I brought this up a while ago. For a show called Emerald City. Yeah, I, I think I remember that. Based on the Wizard of Oz. Mm-hmm. But it's they're trying to do like a modern retelling of it. Okay. And uh, they showed some scenes, like uh, some scenes in it. And uh, yeah, I don't know what to think of it yet. Hmm. Like it looks very... I don't know what they're trying to do with it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> like it's... Uh, <sighs> like it's not as... It seems darker, and it seems like they're trying to make it more true to life. Like, not, like, true to life in the sense that it's still a tornado that takes you to this other place. Yeah. But there's not really, like, munchkins. It's more, like, just, like, people. It kind of looks like if they mashed together um, The Wizard of Oz and Game of Thrones, pretty much. Okay. Like, there's a lot of people in, like, war paint and stuff. And then, Mm. like, I guess the guy that's supposed to be the Scarecrow, she, like, sees on like the side of the road and he's like crucified like, oh my it's, like this dude's like crucified and he's like covered in blood and hay <laughs> Jesus. and it's like holy shit and this is on nbc and i'm like what the fuck is this is going on here Ugh. 
Like, I don't really know what to think of it yet. Um, I don't know. I might check it out when it comes out, but yeah, it, it looks dark. I see. That's the thing. I don't know because it doesn't have like a. It doesn't like look like a dark show, but they have like these things here and there where I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? <laughs> because like when you kind of exp- like did the elevator pitch, it sounded like it could be their answer to like ABC's Once Upon a Time. Where it's like kind of like that fantasy esque type show. Yeah, but Once Upon a Time seems a lot lighter than this. Okay, like it looks I, like like Emerald I don't know. City. I haven't seen like anything. Emerald City looks a like. Yeah, it looks like they're trying to. It seems like they're trying to do more of the Game of Thrones thing than they are right. like the Once Upon a Time thing. So a little bit darker. Yeah. Than Once. I, uh, Chelsea had Once Upon a Time on this last weekend. My <laughs> God. I've heard it's convoluted as fuck now. <laughs> I can't. I can't. I just... I I watched, I think, all of the first season of that. Yeah. And I heard it was a spin on the book Fables, which yeah. is uh, takes all of the characters that are in Once Upon a Time, mm-hmm. but, like, Fables does it, like, in a much more intelligent way. Yeah, I know I borrowed Fables from you, and I read most of it. I don't think I wa- read all of it, but I read most of it, and it is pretty good. Yeah, but then it just takes it on its head, and at one point, they like I think they run out of ideas, and like Frozen just came out, and it was hot, and so yeah, they take they like the Frozen characters and add them in, and since like Disney owns ABC, they're just like at liberty to use any Disney princess shit. God. So like... I couldn't fucking tell you what was going on at all, but I can only tell you that they got to be making a lot of money on that show. God. But it looks like garbage. Like, it I does. don't. I don't know, man. I love you to death, Sea Danger, but Once Upon a Time looks like fucking hot garbage. I don't even watch it. I just, like, see it in passing, and I'm like, this looks awful. <laughs> it really does. <laughs> Uh, anyway, my trailers I got coming up, uh, there is a second Goon movie coming out. Did you see The Goon, uh, starring, uh, Sean William Scott? Really? Yeah. I didn't see anything for this. The trailer came out, like, a week ago. I'm a really big fan of The Goon, too. I've never seen The Goon, but I always hear high praise for it. And, like, uh, the second one's coming out, and it's got, like, a few, like, bigger names in it and everything else. For, uh, yeah, so, I don't know, I, I don't know what to make of it, um, because I've never seen the first one. Yeah. But it looks like Sean William Scott being kind of like a goon, <laughs> like, like a goon is a term for, like, a, uh, a, it's ho- like, a hockey player. Yeah, it's like. Like a position the, in a hockey. Yeah, well, how they say it in the movie, it's like, it's basically like a guy who does, who's, who sucks at hockey, that they just bring out their. To just beat the shit out of the person right. on the opposing team who's really good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, so uh, they're making a second one of these. And with that, I might want to go back and watch the first one. Because I'm pretty sure I heard it from you that it's pretty good. And I've watched other uh, review sites that also gave it like a pretty high rating as well, yeah. the first one. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, no, I, I'm missing out. Because I, when you look at the cover and you see like Sean William Scott on it and it's like, kind of removed from like american pie you're like mm-hmm. oh what 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 is this like that's what's going through my head yeah but then to hear that's it, great i'm like 
I don't know. Maybe I'm no, just he's, out. He's way more likable in this than he is in American Pie. Well, that's good. And, uh, yeah. If anything, like, the person that plays his friend in it, who's played by Jay Barenthal. He's like, also he's... back in the second one, too. Okay. Because, all right. He was a little annoying in the fucking first one. Mm. But, no, Sean William Scott is, I think that's one of my favorite roles of his that he's done, is in Goon. Cool. Well, and, check out. Yeah, and like Liam Schreiber's in the first one, and he plays like like an like an older like retiring goon. I think like, I saw him in the second trailer too. Oh, in the, cool. In the trailer, but like the like the whole one. movie is like them building up to like this big, uh, like showdown between the two of them. Nice. And it's yeah, it's really good. Definitely check it out. I will have to do that. I got something to put on my watch list. There you go, JT. Uh, the second trailer I have is the international trailer for Beauty and the Beast. Ooh, international. International trailer. I don't think it's much of any different at all, <laughs> besides that there's Japanese on the screen. Oh, okay. There might be a little more dancing in it. Oh, dancing. Do they show Chip in the first trailer? In the yeah. You see Chip again. Okay, good. I uh, see Mrs. Potts. Yeah. But I believe there is a little more dancing in uh, the international trailer. Those Japanese love dancing. And I don't think it's as menacing as, like, the first trailer is too for the American trailer. Okay. But yeah, it's it's pretty much exactly the same except for more Japanese gotcha. uh, subtitles. Gotcha. So you're not you're really not missing out. Okay. But I needed a second trailer and that's what you got. Okay. And it came out today, so it was hot and fresh. Might have something to say about Beauty and the Beast and what I've been watching. Oh my. Spoiler. Yeah. <laughs> spoiler for uh upcoming Spoil opinion spoilers. Opinion maybe. spoiler. <laughs> Well, you want to? It's not the top of the hour. I know it's not. I know. <laughs> well, let's let's but trudge. If, let's trudge through this. If that's enough of a letdown, then this is as well. <laughs> We're gonna make it an annual thing. A leftover turkey episode. Yep. Taking a turkey of the year and reviewing it before all the Oscar bait comes out. Yep. Because you know it's gonna be <laughs> it's gonna be up there for all those awards. Right. Right. Uh, so. As you heard at the head of the show. Yeah. Tried to see Zoolander 2. Not going to pay that seven bucks. Didn't work. Fuck that seven dollars. Get out of here. Yeah. Instead, paid four dollars <laughs> <laughs> to rent the standard definition version. Yes. Of Nine Lives. Mm-hmm. Kevin Spacey flick also featuring Jennifer Gardner and uh, the other Amel, not Steven, Robbie Amel. Robbie Amel. Is it Robbie? That it's an Amel. Yeah. And I saw like uh, Rob Consuelos in this film. I'm pretty sure is the dude that's like married to Kelly Ripa. Ugh. Who cares? Is I he know. like the He's like the, guy? He's the douche. Yeah, he's the douchey okay. guy. Douchey guy. That makes sense. Yeah. Um also features the if you watch Supergirl, the daughter the flashback version of Supergirl. She's okay. in it as the daughter. If that Helps anybody want to watch this at all. Wait, Troy, hold on. I'm hearing a whole bunch of people going to get nine lives now. <laughs> well, because. Go kill yourself. That... <laughs> oh, man. The whole movie. Well, Chelsea Danger also watched this with us. Yeah. Begrudgingly. Yeah. It was like if we put her at knife point. Yeah. Uh, but. She could have left at any time. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I could have left at any time. <laughs> <Me too. laughs> In fact, I thought about it and just thought about maybe watching 
or just doing anything else. But uh, <laughs> she said that, uh, is that girl wearing a wig? Probably a thousand times during this movie. The girl has a bad haircut. I'm going to put it out there right now. It's awful. It looks like a wig. Mm-hmm. Quite a hairpiece on the lady. I think yeah. it's her real hair. Sorry, little girl. <laughs> poor woman. <laughs> poor lady. But we picked out this movie because it's got a terrible rating on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah. Even lower than Zoolander 2. What is Zoolander 2 at? Was it like a 20-something? Like a 20... I thought it was lower than that. I want to say it was one of the lowest rated uh, things all year. Jeez. If you want to look it up, do that right now because I'm going to give what other critics said of Nine Lives. Oh, good. And that's what I took screenshots of. Good. So I'm just going to read this verbatim of what I took off uh, of the internet here. Okay. Nine Lives was panned by critics. On Rotten Tomatoes, the film has an approval rating of 11% based on 54 reviews with an average rating of a 2.8 out of 10, which I've said before. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, The site's critical consensus reads, not meow, not ever. (laughs) (laughs) On Metacritic, the film has a score of 11 out of 100. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> based on 15 critics indicating overwhelming dislike audiences pulled by cinema score gave the film an average grade of b plus out of an a plus to f scale so there you go people don't know what they want what the fuck is going on it continues with indie wires david ilrick uh gave the film a grade of a d saying Cats may have cats may have nine lives, but you only get one, and it's too precious to waste on this drivel. You're Which better off did. switching to a gif of a cat whose face is stuck in a slice of bread. It will save you twenty dollars in a few hours of your time. To be honest, the best part of that movie was all of the cat videos they played at the beginning. It is because it's all the internet cat videos <laughs> yes. that are really funny. Yeah. Ah, uh, and that's like the first five minutes of the movie, but a few hours of your time. This movie is eighty-six minutes long. Yeah. Get real, David Ehrlich. No shit. Uh, David Palmer of The Real Deal gave the film a 3 out of 10 writing. The only reason this comedy won't derail (laughs) Kevin Spacey's career (laughs) is no one will ever watch this outside of a military interrogation room. (laughs) Oh, shit. It continues with Rolling Stone's Peter Travers gave the film a zero out of four stars and wrote, at 87 torturous laugh-free minutes, the film could change the most avid cat fancier into a kitty hater. So, yeah, not great. Wonder who wrote that joke for him. The writers in Nine Lives. (laughs) (laughs) Take that, Peter Travers, you idiot. Um, this uh, isn't necessarily uh, a rating, but I took a thing, or I took a screenshot of it because it is so terrible. Okay. Um, it uh, as Screen Rants notes, the film's marketing team even used fake cutesy critics quotes in its materials for like the like marketing campaign and all this kind yeah. of stuff. Yeah. Um, and this is <laughs> what they have: the Catfington Post parentheses totally possum vanity fur said it was perfection meows week said it was hysterical (laughs) 
Yes, the film's marketing department has inserted fake critical praise in which both the quotes themselves and the names of the publications are not only fictitious, fictitious, but they're all painful cat puns. <laughs> it could be... It, uh, it could have worse. The ads could have gotten fake cat names to actual critics like Me Ow, Scott of the New York Times, or Ty Purr of the Boston Globe. So, yeah, even their marketing campaign was shit. Yeah. No, honestly, this, this movie needed needed more cat puns. I feel no. like there was barely any cat puns. <laughs> There no, more... it had a lot of cat puns, JT. <laughs> I have that in my notes that there were too many puns in this movie. Man. I don't remember. And that a lot was of only puns. what I just... watched. Because I heard a lot. Like yeah. and they're not <laughs> they're not just like light skip over them, little cat they're like, make sure you heard them puns. <laughs> so maybe that's why they stick out a little bit more. Maybe there's only four puns. I don't know. I had a hard time watching this movie because this movie is garbage. <laughs> it's real bad. <laughs> um, but whatever they did do was blatant. Make sure you heard it. And to make sure a four-year-old thought oh, it was there's, funny. There's every everything in this movie is done to the bl- most blatant extent. Yes. Even the coloring of this movie is offensive. <laughs> this movie... Just straight looks awful. Yeah. You can tell by the second one that this movie is going to be dog shit. <laughs> Cat shit, if you will. Oh. If I could continue by with all, the puns. By all means. But it it looks cheap. Mm-hmm. It does. Like, I would compare it to, like, a kid show on the... Di- a live-action kid show on, like, the Disney Channel. Yeah. That's like the color scheme and the way it looks. Yeah. It is hurtful to the eye to look at this movie <laughs> and painful to listen to. This movie might have given us cancer. <laughs> Maybe. It could I could have a weird tumor growing in me right now. Um if I I do have a little bit of production Info for this movie. Oh, go by all means. All go right, ahead. I will continue on with this. Uh, it had a budget of thirty million dollars, so that already quite... seems way steeper than it should. Yeah, it's <laughs> quite low compared to certain movies that come out. Yeah, but not Deadpool one considered to have a low budget. Yeah, still more than thirty million dollars. About twenty five million of that is Kevin Spacey's money. And you know what? <laughs> I searched the entire movie. To yeah. find what Kevin Spacey got paid for this movie, could not find it. I could he had to have killed somebody. I do, I don't know. <laughs> I want to know what he made for this movie because yeah. it has to be a chunk of this budget. Yeah, at least a third of it. You would think, right? Yeah, he's a huge name. It makes no sense that Kevin Spacey's in this. I'll tell you why he is in this in just a minute. Oh, after God. I finish up the numbers, I want to hear it so bad. The movie made. Almost twenty million domestically, nineteen point seven million dollars. Okay, and did come out ahead if you don't include marketing. Yeah, at forty four point two million dollars. I was going to say, what, did like make a billion dollars in Japan? Did because cats? not. It <laughs> made slightly double uh, 
what it made domestically worldwide, which so is not good. technically this is a success. <laughs> technically it made its money back. Okay. <laughs> by only $14 million. Mm. So a success would be in quotes. Yeah. Because, per, like, marketing, they say to roughly double the mar- like double the production for marketing. Yeah. But I can't see them I spending remember, yeah. $30 million on marketing yeah. on this movie. All I really saw for this in terms of marketing was I saw the trailer when it came out, and I was like, this has got to be a fucking joke. Bomb. A bomb. <laughs> like, it looks so... Like, Kevin Spacey. Yeah. In a movie <laughs> for kids about a talking cat. <laughs> Yeah, and for being at, like, four kids, there's some dark shit that happens in this movie. Yeah. More on that as we... As, oh, yeah. As this continues. Yeah. But, um... So, you know what? Even if they spent half of the $30 million on marketing, so $15 million, that sounds like a lot, but who? I don't know how all marketing works and throwing all that at what costs what. Yeah. But they had to pay for TV spots, trailers... So, something to know that the movie's out there. And yeah. even if that's true, then the $44.2 million doesn't cover that expense. No. <laughs> no. So they'd be in the red. Yeah. I don't know why we're arguing this. The movie's shit. It's awful. It shouldn't have made any money. It shouldn't have made a penny. The reason Kevin Spacey, I read, made this movie... I want to hear this so bad. ...is because he only had to be on set... For at minimum, no, at I'm sorry, maximum of three weeks. But he does so much voice stuff in this. Yes. And most of that stuff, you'll notice, was dog shit. <laughs> His oh my voiceover God. work is awful. It's terrible. It's like he did once one read-through and he was like, that's it. Because uh, Robbie Amell, who is his co-star in this, said on a uh like some press tour that Kevin Spacey loves ping pong and during the filming of this would play ping pong 5 to 10 times a day <laughs> and so this was a vacation for Kevin Spacey to be on set for a maximum time of maybe 3 weeks to sit in a voiceover booth for maybe 5 hours a day Maybe. And then play ping pong for the rest of the production. And get paid for it. And get paid for Jesus it. Jesus Christ. For an undetermined amount. Like, I don't, yeah. I can't find it anywhere. This, yeah, this voiceover work is lazy as shit. It's like he asked, they're like, <laughs> they're trying to like determine what his lines should be. And he's like, what's going on in the scene? Well, uh, she's going to get up and walk over to the counter. I'll just say that. Yeah. <laughs> it is, gr- it is awful. Yeah. And it is. And he says everything, he says everything, <laughs> all of his lines, like it's a joke. Even though, he, yep. even when it's like, just like b- stating the <laughs> obvious, like, oh, you're going to eat that? That's one of the that, jokes. That is the delivery. <laughs> that is the delivery of what he does. It, it, he does lines. And it is even more blatant because when he is, at, when he is actually on screen, he does do a better performance than yeah. his voice acting. Yeah. Barely. But you notice it because it seems night and day. Yeah. Like, he's not doing House of Cards, like, no. style acting oh, here. Oh, no. But he is giving forth a pinch of effort. 
Yeah. It doesn't look like he's just... It looks like he's happy that he knows tomorrow he's going to sit in a booth. Yeah. That's like his style of acting going or on. An, or an hour from now, he's going to be playing a fuck ton of ping pong. <laughs> hey, that's what it looks like. <laughs> it looks like he's, hey, I'm happy to be at work because in an hour, yeah. I'm going to be doing something other than this. Yeah. Like when he's in person, he definitely acts like, there's like even like when he's just being the voiceover for the cat, it's just like him being, I should have been a better father. <laughs> that's yep, it. Yep. That's it. <laughs> Great, Kevin. We got it. Good, Kev. <laughs> Do you need another one? No! Awesome! We got your voice. That's all we need. Yep. Fucking A, man. <laughs> Awful. Also, this... Okay. So, we just dive right into the movie. Yeah. Okay, so for a movie that's going to be aimed towards kids, what better way to draw them in <laughs> than to talk about construction? <laughs> yeah, right? Real estate. Yeah. There's legit, there's like a fucking three minute scene where you're sitting in on a meeting about a building. <laughs> this yep. is a kid's movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, like, over, it's over a kid's head, for sure. <laughs> like, they're talking about, like, shit I didn't even understand or care about. And I'm an adult! <laughs> <laughs> We haven't yet quite synopsized the movie. It's pretty easy to it's yeah pretty easy to like just guess what happens. Yeah, Kevin Spacey plays a billionaire. He's vying to build the tallest building in North America, which is a thing. <laughs> like you're gonna have like a plaque made for you for building the tallest building in North America, and so he's doing that. He's a dick. His board of directors want to do something else sell the company because they want to have a huge payout whatever i don't know what it is yeah anyway and he's kevin- all like no i want the tallest building in north america <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. i don't want to fucking meddle with yeah. that dubai shit are you sure you want not the world no no nah. nope. um i just want the northern hem i want the i want the part of the world that counts <laughs> yeah. everyone else everyone else is just a fucking Everyone's like shit in a bucket. No, North the North yeah. North America. Yeah, that's where it's at. That's baby. where it's at. And so anyway, so he's a dick. Forgets his like chill, child's birthday, whatever. Um, ends up fall almost. Well, no, ends up falling off the building in which yeah. he is building, which is the highest in North America at this point. Yeah, only to. Luckily, catch his leg on like a tether or something. I don't remember. Yeah. And falls into like, swings into the building, goes into a coma. For whatever reason, switches bodies with a cat. Yeah. Which I guess <laughs> I is Christopher Walken's job. Yeah. He's just no, a guy that I know what's around. funny, that this isn't the first movie in which Christopher Walken has somebody fall off a building and turn into a cat person because <laughs> that's the plot of Batman Returns. <laughs> <laughs> he turned that's it he turned Kevin Spacey into Catwoman <laughs> it's the same shit it's the same shit rehashed <laughs> also like Christopher Walk. when did Christopher Walken just turn into like the fucking like the guy who's like you gotta change your life <laughs> fucking A <laughs> he like played a mashup of Max Shrek from Batman Returns yeah. and the guy 
from like click click i fucking forgot about click <laughs> yeah that's it that's it and then i was gonna say like also a mashup from the old guy from gremlins who sells the kid gremlins because he's got like gremlin cats who from the end spoilers apparently are all dead people in cats <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't tell I don't know I don't know that does that does turn on its ear when he like walks in that shop for the first time and everyone's staring at him like get out of here man he's gonna turn you into a fucking cat I don't know, I don't know. is he evil <laughs> he just, this, this movie makes it seem like all cats are empty vessels waiting to be inhabited by dick people <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Ever wonder why cats are dicks? Because Chris Walken shoves you in yeah, a cat. Yeah, Christopher Walken's like, oh, you tried to fucking, uh, you, you forgot your daughter's birthday? You're in a cat now. Yep. Fuck it, you're in a cat. Boom, you're in a cat. <laughs> Speaking of cats talking, now we're on the subject. Yeah. There are points where, like, a cat in the movie will speak, but only to people who can understand them. Yeah. So, like... Kevin Spacey, when you see it from his point of view, will be talking as Kevin Spacey. Yeah. Or if, like, a cat is talking in the pet shop and somebody can understand him, you hear it as a person. But when it goes to another person's point of view and is hearing what they're saying, it is horrible, horrible cat noises. <laughs> and that is a lot of the movie. Yeah. Have you ever heard... I it think there's as much dialogue as there is shit cat noises in this movie. I used to have two cats. That were horny all the time. <laughs> and they would howl. Like, yeah. that is what the cats sound like. And that yeah. is 40% of the movie. <laughs> it is yeah. unlistenable. Yeah. It made me want to fucking shut the movie off. If there's like a scene where nothing's happening, then they just have Kevin Spacey cat just howling. It is awful. Yeah, it it's is really bad. It will make you want to put the Q-tip in way too far. Yeah. If if I was Jennifer Garner, Jennifer Garner's in this movie. P.S. <laughs> if I were Jennifer Garner, I would have euthanized this cat day one. The cat is a terror. Yeah. Like, okay, so Kevin Spacey's in a cat. <laughs> Gets taken home by the daughter ends up doing horrible things yeah and like there is no reason that a cat would come home and you would tear up your shit piss everywhere and you would keep it the next day uh-uh i don't think so it's a grown cat this is not a kitten oh you no, would Troy. think this is an old fucking bladder problem cat Needs to be put down. Yeah. Well, think of the situation. They pick up this cat that's next to the dying body of their <laughs> of their of her father slash husband. Right. In some weird wicker cage. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah. They're like, oh, I guess this belongs to us. Which how they know it was that they just. Okay, so they found Kevin Spacey's body yeah. after falling through a window, after falling, like, 20 stories right. through a window. Yes. And then, so they find his dying corpse and a cat. And they're like, oh, I guess this cat's ours. 
Guess we're gonna. How keep do you know it. it's yours? You, no <laughs> frame of reference yeah. where this cat came from. They're just walking around with this shitty wicker cage with a cat <laughs> in it. And it's like, hey, your dad bought you this cat. We need to keep it now. You have no idea your dad bought this cat. No, at he's, all. He just had the cat. The it, cat was next to him. It just happened to be in the same room as him it when he belonged, came comatose. Yeah, it could have belonged to a homeless man who found his way up <laughs> to, like, the 77th floor of this monstrosity of a building. Right. Like, also, how much does this movie love sweeping shots going up and down buildings? Several. <laughs> I'm going to tell you at least five. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and some for no reason. It's just like zoom in on building and then shoot up building. Yep. Yeah, Big yeah. sweeping shot up building. Yep, yep, yep. It's like, what the fuck? God, whoever ha- like conceived this movie jerks off to like thinking about like crawling up buildings or something. Mm. It's awful. Mm. Barry Sonnenfeld directed this. I wanted to bring this up. Thank you for <laughs> mentioning it. Barry Sonnenfeld directed this. If you don't know that name, he directed the first Men in Black movie. Great movie. <laughs> Amazing movie. What the fuck happened to him? Listen, it could have been noted that he also made Wild Wild West. Wild Wild West was better than this. Yes. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd, maybe we should look up. No, we're not going to look it up because it doesn't it doesn't matter. Yeah. I was going to look up, maybe see his frame of work from Men in Black to this point. But it doesn't it doesn't matter. This movie is garbage. What the fuck is happening? It's you know what is also weird. Two times in this movie, yeah, Kevin Spacey's in a cat, yeah, and he's trying to do things in his office. Kevin Spacey's still in the cat, <laughs> and at two points, it makes uh, references to hating George W. Bush. Yeah, this movie was made in 2016. <laughs> George W. Bush. Yeah. Has been out of office for almost a decade. Yeah. This movie shits all over George W. Bush. <laughs> there was a point in this movie where I turned to you and asked, this was made in 2016, right? And you're like, yeah. Why are they pissing on George W. Bush? Because they, what, they, he accidentally shoots like a fountain pen Yeah, he shoots on a his fountain face. pen at it and then it shoots blue ink all over his face. And it's, then, a, it's a picture of Kevin Spacey and George W. Bush shaking hands. Right. And then the the ink misses Kevin Spacey and just goes all over George W. Bush. And then there's like another scene where oh it was the where uh where he fucking drinks whiskey. Oh yeah, and the cap comes off the decanter. Oh, by or whatever. the way, a cat drinks whiskey in this <laughs> or scotch. Yeah. Fifty year old McLaren or whatever yeah. it is. Yeah. Drinks 50-year-old scotch, and then when the cap flies off, it, like, smashes the portion of the picture that George W. Bush is in. Right. That was the point where I turned to you and said, this movie fucking hates Bush. (laughs) (laughs) And it's like, like, why do you need to fucking... This is old news. This is almost 10 years too late. Yeah. Far too late. Was this movie made, like... 
10 years ago and just came out now? I don't think so because, like, Kevin Spacey doesn't look much younger than he does now. I I know it was made this year. Yeah. Or at least last year came out this year, but it doesn't make any sense. At this point in time, Donald Trump should be in that picture instead of George W. Bush. Like, Photoshop him in or something. What? Really? Like what? Barry Sonnenfeld. I don't know what you have against George W. Bush. <laughs> but that's like the equivalent of like you like your boss fired you and then 10 years later you visit him in the nursing home and punch him in the face. <laughs> it's like, why aren't you over it by now? You had 10 years, man. Yeah. My God. I it, it's It's weird. It's weird. Like he waited for nine lives to be like, oh, I'm going to get him. <laughs> oh, I'm going to get you, man. Nine years too late. Yeah. <laughs> nine years too late in nine lives. <laughs> okay. So a couple of dark points in this movie that we said that happened. There is a point that teases that uh, Kevin Spacey's wife is cheat cheating on him. Yeah. Uh. That turns out to be like a red herring. Yeah. They also tease that his son's going to kill himself. Right. <laughs> I, I was going to lead up to that, but, you know, we just jumped to it anyway. He was going to just jump anyways because yeah. he's going to jump off the what was the could be the tallest building in North America by six. But it's off by 60 feet because <laughs> of those <laughs> bastards in Chicago. <laughs> like, is that really a th- like? Is that a thing where it's like, <laughs> oh, oh, it's not the tallest building? Well, then we're cutting our funding. <laughs> like, why are you, when did like the fucking, the race to being the tallest building in North America be so important? <laughs> it wasn't important since like there was the last World's Fair. Yeah. Which would have been like. 80 years ago. <laughs> like, nobody cares Like, anymore. who's going to go to the skyscraper and be like, okay, so this isn't the tallest? All right, I'm I'm not. I'm out. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'm out of here. Oh, it's off by 60 feet? Oh, it's not even worth me killing yeah, myself I'm, I'm over not, it. Yeah, I'm not even going to fucking... I'm not even going to try and give any kind of money to any business in the skyscraper, <laughs> which is what skyscrapers are for, to put businesses in yeah not to be taller <laughs> than anything in in north america <laughs> so anyway that's a tease that his son is going to kill himself at the end of this movie yeah by jumping off a building with his name on which, it when they teased it i was like dude you must have problems because you're killing yourself <laughs> over a really dumb reason yeah it's like oh this, this guy's taking my dad's company guess i better kill myself (laughs) what you know what it was win-win for him because if he okay if he wins his argument that he has during this movie yeah he still wins on principle and he's still and his family owns 51 percent of the company yeah if he loses the payout for him being a majority stockholder is billions of dollars (laughs) There is no losing situation for this kid <laughs> at all. None. In uh, fact, it would be better if he lost. I'm going to kill I'm going to kill myself though. Bullshit. But he doesn't kill himself. In fact, he just jumps off of it with a parachute just to do what? To make a grand entrance. 
to just yeah like why he jumped off a building pulled a parachute which by the way jumping off that building looked dangerous as fuck af because <laughs> he was he was flying so close to like this fucking weird rebar yes like, like no you were not it's hard to describe <laughs> yeah so there's like a on the building for the top 100 floors or whatever it is yeah it's the building and then kind of like a re yeah, kind of like a yeah, rebar like a weird re rebar scaffolding type thing that goes around the perimeter yeah. that sticks out maybe five eight feet from the building yeah so you have this little sleeve <laughs> of area that he's jumping down yes <laughs> head first <laughs> to quote kill himself yeah which then you find out he has a parachute this is also the denouement of the story in which yeah. Kevin Spacey has a change of heart by this point. Yeah. As a cat. Yeah. And jumps off the building to try to save him. And guess what? This cat has no parachute. No parachute whatsoever. So you are watching as his Ru son pulls a parachute and then the cat falls to its death. <laughs> <laughs> yes. In, may I remind you... A kid's movie. <laughs> yes. <laughs> this real life cat, which you think Robbie Amell would reach out and grab. He because was close it, enough to it the whole fucking time. Because let me remind you, it's a kid's movie. <laughs> this cat does not get grabbed by Robbie Amell. Robbie Amell has both hands firmly placed on his parachute while the cat plummets headfirst to its grisly death, which... <laughs> You do not see, to be fair enough. Yeah. But it is in the middle of a press conference <laughs> in which... And no one cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. In fact, it's never brought up again. It... it I, I don't get it. I don't understand. Is it... If it was magic, I don't know. If Chris yeah. Walken was magic, did and the it was... cat just disappear back into Kevin Spacey's body? I don't know. I don't know. I would think... It actually had to happen because as Kevin Spacey awoke suddenly from his coma, yeah. as the cat plummeted to its hot salsa-like death <laughs> on the ground, he said, meow, that hurts. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Not only was it a terrible pun, but he would have had to have died. Yes, to feel that. To feel that. Yeah. Oh, this fucking movie is hot garbage. <laughs> oh, fuck. <sighs> There's... Okay, if there... There is maybe one thing that I liked about this movie. Only right. one. What's your goal? And that's goose? the... Uh, the whole... <clears throat> the uh, storyline about the name of his company. Like being... What was it? Like Fire... Something. Firebrand. Firebrand. Because, like, through the whole movie, they kind of bring up the question, like, why didn't you just call it Brand? Because his last name is Brand. Why'd you call yeah. it Firebrand? And they, and then, like, at the end, you see that drawing that his son made where he was, he, like, it was basically, like, a like a drawing of his dad as a superhero with Firebrand across his chest. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's, that's kind of a touching moment. The most touching moment in the movie, I would say. Yeah. You know what? I would have to say the most touching moment is 
at Kevin Spacey as a cat. Yeah. <laughs> um, stands up on his daughter's feet, and they dance in the pet shop to that video that she previously watched as she stood on his feet when on her MacBook Air Pro yeah. 7 or whatever it was. Yeah. But that would have been a lot more touching if that song was not the most annoying fucking song. Yes. In the history <laughs> of the world. True. Like, what the second? We got three cats. They're like, the three cats dancing. I don't know what the fuck it was like. <laughs> called. Nope, you, nope, that's it. You yeah. got three cats. You got three, three cats, cats dancing. Three cats dancing. That's about like what the. <laughs> I have no idea what the song was. Why would you even fucking dance? It's an awful fucking song. Yeah. Like, the minute they started playing, once you like watched the video, I'm like, ugh. Ugh. <laughs> like, I'm sorry, honey. You're going to look back on that. Like, even even if you're dealing with the fact that your dad is probably dead at that point, <laughs> yep. you're going to watch that video again in, like, maybe five years and be like, that was an awful fucking song. Fucking worst song. I can't even watch this anymore. And my dad's dead. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> sorry, dad. Delete. <laughs> well, yeah, this... I, I don't know. It's it was a good pick for a turkey episode. Yeah, I tell you what. Like there was enough stuff in there where we can just rip it apart. Like it wasn't. It was boring, but it, it there was enough stuff in there where it was you can rip real bad into this. I didn't to say I didn't laugh at this movie is not true because I did because. Some things were so bad that I laughed at. There was a point in this movie where, like, me and you and me were both not paying attention, and we looked up because we thought it was frozen. Yeah. (laughs) And it wasn't. forgot about that. And it wasn't. It was just the dialogue ended, and they were staring at each other, and there was no sound. No sound. Like, not even atmospheric sound. No music. Yeah. An absence of sound. (laughs) And we, because we, Took notes yeah. for the show during yeah. the movie. Yeah. And we both did look up at one point to see if the movie was still going. And it was. It was still going. There was no sound. No and sound. And you said like, oh shit, I thought the movie stopped. And I just erupted in laughter because <laughs> I knew exactly what you were talking about. No sound. There was none. Absolutely no sound. A sound vacuum. Yeah. He was even walking away and there was no... No atmosphere, no, like, sound of him, like, of his shoes on the floor. No. Nope. Like, it was a dead, silent, no score, nothing. Lo- just looking at each other. <laughs> and it seemed like it should have been somewhat of a dramatic point in yeah. the movie where, like, the, quote, villain kind of got one up on the hero of the movie. Yeah. You would think there'd be, like, a swelling of a score. No. Nope. Or anything dead ass silence absence for like 10 to 20 seconds (laughs) to a point where i looked up or i looked up thinking that the movie was frozen and then i was like did the sound cut out there was enough time for me to both think that the movie froze and the sound cut out until i realized oh it's the movie this is part of the movie Because for you to be into writing notes and to hear no sound would take about 
five seconds to be like, wait yeah. a minute, what's going on here? And for it to continue with still no sound <laughs> is at least 10 seconds. Yes. 10 seconds is a very long time. Very long time. With no sound. Yes. <laughs> yes. Oh my god, this movie is so fucking <laughs> awful. Oh, uh, shit. Also, <laughs> the shit he does as a cat would raise so many red flags to a normal person. And then, like, Jennifer Garner, like, reacts to everything he does in this to, huh, <laughs> that darn cat. He unscrews a bottle of scotch and pours it into an ashtray to use as a bowl to drink scotch. Mm-hmm. And then Jennifer Garner wakes up the next day, sees the cat is drunk after opening a <laughs> bottle of scotch and goes, well, the cat's drunk. <laughs> or what about when the cat tears up the yellow pages and makes a perfect little yellow brick road yeah. over to... That's a line in the movie, too, by the way. It's like, she she yells at her daughter. Like She says, like, I can't even remember the daughter's name. But she distinctly says the daughter's name. And then, your cat tore up the yellow pages. <laughs> yep. That's it. The yellow pages must have sponsored this I know. Like, movie. she was so... Like, she was so adamant about... How pissed she was that she this cat tore up the yellow pages. And not only did the cat do that, but it made a perfect path to the cat in which he tore out an ad for the Chris Walken pet store in which for her to visit. Yeah. That should have been also blatant thing. It's like there's something fucked up with this cat for it to make a perfect path. Yeah. <laughs> and to cut out this ad perfectly to be sitting on. Also, blatant product placement in this movie, not only with that Apple MacBook MacBook Air or whatever that chick was fucking reading on, but also Lexus had a blatant... Oh, God. So, like, Kevin Spacey, as he's driving furiously to this pet store before yeah. the whole shenanigans takes place in which he gets placed into a cat, Yeah, there is a shot of the Lexus logo... As the spoiler on his car rises from, like, a compartment and he drives off into traffic, showing the Lexus logo again only about four or five times. Yeah. Also, I think Post Serial had sponsorship in this movie because he goes into the cupboard and eats Fruity Pebbles and there's also blatantly Raisin Bran in there. Labels <laughs> prominently placed. Also another fucking cereal. And I can imagine it had to be cereal because it's fucking shows aimed for kids. That, that had to be how it made its money back. Oh, my God. This movie. Anything else you need to say about this movie before we um, start wrapping it up? Man. There's only so much to shit on. Oh, well, there's that scene where, like... uh. The fucking, uh, like, the other daughter, like, the stepdaughter of, oh, uh, yeah. was, like, talking to a shitty hair daughter yeah, about, like, filming her, like, crying watching her dad's video or something. And then, like, <clears throat> she was like, why did you film me? He was like, I was going to show it to the, to the guys at school to get them <laughs> all hot. 
And they're like 10 years old. The, 11. The 11 is, years old. Like, Wig, Wig Girl's birthday is in this movie. She turns 11. Yeah. And like she's, I guess the fucking other daughter is trying to get her laid. Sick. Yeah. Gross. This is a kid's movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like these, the guys would find it super hot if they saw you crying. Like, what the? What, what fetish bullshit <laughs> school are you going to? Sick. <laughs> it is sick. JT, what would you score this movie? What would you give it a grade? God. I'm. Man. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to go with the fucking oh well, I'm gonna have to go with an F, but it's uh it's a <laughs> it's an it's a it's a very entertainingly awful F. So is it an F and you would suggest people to watch it? Man, like only if you're really high or really drunk. Yeah. Okay. I also give this movie an F. <laughs> And I would say no. Under no circumstances should you watch this movie. It's so just to see the shitty CG cat they put in there too. <laughs> like it's borderline. It looks like they put a figure from a video game in live action. Yeah, it's so bad. Yep. And I would save your money, save your four dollars, and I would watch just the funny cat videos that you see in the beginning of the movie. They're all the, they're all your favorites. Yeah, that you've seen on YouTube. Watch those movies instead. Watch those cat videos instead. Go for it. Do not watch this movie. <laughs> Do not. I urge you, please. The PlayStation Network, oddly enough, has this movie at four and a half out of five stars. <laughs> Incomprehensible. I have no idea. Granted, uh, there's probably a whole lot of trolls that play on PlayStation, though. <sighs> They're just like, yeah, let's rate this fucking thing. <laughs> Garbage. This movie is garbage. (laughs) Unless you are either an architecture uh, connoisseur or just love cats. (laughs) Even if you love cats. No. No. Like, what were they... What were they... Fucking marketing towards with all like they had so much fucking architecture talk at the beginning. <laughs> it's not even at the beginning, like it's also in the middle. Yeah. And near the end. One of the major plot points in this is about a fucking building like an architecture built like corporation. Yes. And kids are supposed to watch this. Yes. In okay. between in between Watching Kevin Spacey cat piss in purses. <laughs> You're watching like like uh, deals go down about Wall Street and the stock market God. and board members. I hope like Kevin- this is like the ca- <laughs> this is like the this is like the animal the talking animal version of Star Wars Episode One. <laughs> Holy shit! That's a pretty close analogy. <laughs> yeah, like like boring boardroom talk followed by. A bathroom humor of <laughs> like a cat shitting in a purse. Yeah. That also happens. <laughs> uh well, besides nine lives, JT, what else have you put in your life towards this last week? Well, uh I, I did see the animated version of Beauty the Beast again. Yes. It still holds up. Real good stuff. Real good. Enjoyed I've, it. I haven't immensely. seen it in a while, but I it's one of my favorites. It's good. It's real good. Good. And uh, 
My girlfriend introduced me to the movie Crazy Stupid Love. I have not seen that before. Okay. And I watched it, and um, yeah, it's good. I really, I, I went in, like, as it was going on, I was like, I was like, coming to the conclusion that I was going to fucking hate the message of this movie because it was all like soulmate find your soulmate yeah. but then like it ends at the with the ending like they leave it to a point where it's not so <clears throat> it's not so set in stone mm-hmm. and I was like okay I like that a little better good like I hate those fucking uh, I hate those fucking like chick flicks where it's like go out there and find your soulmate and Make sure you get them no matter what happens. And it's like, that's how stalkers are made. Yep. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. But, yep, saw that. And um, I think that's about... Oh, I saw the movie uh, on Netflix, the documentary 13th. What's that? Um, It's about uh, the uh, 13th Amendment that, like, freed slaves. Oh, yeah. But like how like the government finds ways around it to still persecute like black people. Okay, it's a really interesting documentary. I just check suggest checking it out. Like it's a whole lot of uh, uh, like it's a whole lot of <clears throat> talk about like uh, prejudice groups like finding ways around stuff and uh, like the prison system and how fucked up that is. Like it's 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 interesting. I, I suggest checking it out. All right, right on, man. Sounds cool. Um, I have actually been into surprisingly a lot of things this last week. Jeez. I don't know why, but I like blew through a ton of comics All right. this last week. Um, I finished Miracle Man. I don't know if I finished it last week or between shows. Yeah. But the last trade to Alan Moore's Miracle Man is the most Alan Mooriest thing I've ever read <laughs> in my life. It not only has very dystopian themes... But also rape (laughs) (laughs) and fucking disfigurement and violence and murder. Ah, It is fantastic. Something for the kids. (laughs) Tell you what. But it also is very good. It's it's very good. Not his strongest work, but I I would suggest it to like anybody interested in like something like a little off kilter that starts very straight. And then turns it on its head a lot <laughs> near the end. So much that there's rape and stuff in it. Um, also read uh, two Mark Miller books. All right. Creator of Kick-Ass. Uh, he has his own like imprint called uh, Miller World. A little uh, pretentious. But uh, I read a book called Huck. And I read Superior, which I brought up earlier. That maybe John Cena's... Um, up for the role of superior mm-hmm. um both are very quick reads both kind of straightforward but um both uplifting not so dark and dour and like lately i've been needing something that's a lot lighter and makes you feel good mm-hmm. and i would say out of the two of those huck makes you feel really good good like he's um the short synopsis of it is like there's a guy who is extraordinary, but he's a little simple, and he lives, lives in this small town, but every day he does a good deed for somebody. And it's just it's simple as, like, could be, like, I bought 
lunch for everyone behind me in the drive-thru. Or I found this lady's car keys. Or I got this lady's cat out of the tree or whatever. And then he ends up going on a bigger, sprawling adventure. But, like, it just makes you feel good. Oh, nice. And it's straightforward. Um, also finished The Crown. Really like The Crown. Nice. I stopped to finish it. We, we me and uh, Molly fell behind. But, yeah, I'm, I'm still into it. I like it. Mm-hmm. Um, I really like it. I'm. I'd be looking forward. I think that's option for a season two. Yeah. So from what I heard, like every season is supposed to be like over the course of like ten years. Okay. Yeah, that sounds good. Um. So I watched that. Like that. Looking forward to it. Uh, wa- uh, read Silver Surfer Volume Four by Dan Slott and Mike Allred. Just still killing it. It's like a Doctor Who type book where they go off on an adventure, and it's like. The Silver Surfer and his companion, it's it's great. And this Sweet. one shows, like, how much, like, they are love each other. And it's it's just just brings a smile to your face. Oh, so nice. good. And Mike Allred is an amazing artist. Yeah. Like, he draws, like, everything, like, a contemporary retro style. Mm-hmm. And it's just amazing to look at. And his wife does all of his colors, which is an amazing, like, duo that you'd never see in comics. Nice. So there's that. Um, I've been listening to a lot of Mark Marin podcasts recently. Oh, shit. Just of, like, interviews of celebrities that I just find interesting in his back catalog. Mm-hmm. Really enjoying those. Um, I watched 16 Candles for the first time. Oh, shit. I on, haven't seen that. It's I, I think I watched that on Sunday, which I should have been paying more attention to Castro. <laughs> but I watched 16 Candles. Chelsea put it on while we were putting up the Christmas tree and all that stuff. Yeah. So I was kind of watching that as I was doing all this stuff. And, like, it's okay. Like, it's all right. Did it touch your heart? No. But it's, like, one of those 80s movies that's, like, really highly regarded. Um, It's good. Like, I, I would give it a shot. It's kind of short, too. So that oh, plays in good. its favor. That's good. And also watched Love Actually again. Oh. It's just a fucking. It's so, so great. Like so every good. time Chelsea puts it on, I'm like, oh, not again. But then I love it. Oh, it's so every good. time. It's, it's so, so good. good. It's so good. Even though Rick plays such a fucking pussy whipped bastard in it, <sighs> what a creep! I know he's a creep in that. Yeah, he's not like. And they play it off like it's like it's the touching. sweetest it's thing. It's not touching. It is not. Think about it. It is. It's a creepy as move. shit. Like, imagine if I did that with your wife. I would fucking hate you. Good. <laughs> Good. I'm glad. Yeah. You're that welcome. means you're a normal person. <laughs> Sorry, fucking Baron Mordo. No wonder you went evil. No shit. <laughs> you got fucking Rick over here trying to bang your wife. <laughs> I know I can't have you. I just want to know that I love you. Like, shut up. You fucking idiot. That's now. You're just you're just climbing up a you know you know like she's gonna be like ooh now I got two guys that want and then she's gonna fucking play them against each other yeah that's how women work dude yep probably blow them once yeah blow them heat. once and then then they're like oh you blow them why'd you blow them and then it's like <laughs> back and forth then they'll be fucking tearing that family apart yeah There'll probably be a kid involved at this point yeah it'll be fucked up. Jesus Christ. The one down point of Love Actually is a storyline. I have to say it. Well, that's just one storyline out of all of them. Oh, yeah. There's like there's like a ten ton of them. ongoing storylines in this movie, and yeah. it all works because yeah. everyone's connected somehow. 
Like the very charming, like even though he plays like a real big douchebag, the fucking uh, older guy that like sings all the time. I love name? him. He's I can't so remember good. his name, but yeah, he's. But even they like tie his like all of his stuff into like a and like a semi like a pseudo love story where you're like. That's really touching. It is. It's one of the more touching things. <laughs> yeah. I, I like his story. Yeah. Because you don't like him at first, and then you grow to like him during the course of the movie. Yeah. And then you just he just turns it on it. Like, it just, he does something unexpected, and you're just like, this is just the best guy. Yeah. Oh, my good. Lord. And it's like, adult? Like, it's not PG-13? Because there's yeah. like... F-bombs and tits and stuff in this movie. Yeah. It's great. Mm-hmm. It is great. Everyone watch Love Actually. Yeah. It's uh, it's so good. But anyway, that's that's everything I've been into this last week. A All lot right. of stuff. That is a lot of stuff. Well, JT, if people want to tell you where a lot of stuff is, <laughs> where could they do that? They can find me at <laughs> Bucky for everyone. <laughs> What? That's a terrible segue. It's it's a real bad segue. <laughs> but anyway, where can they? Well, they can find me at Bucky for Everyone on Twitter, also Bucky for Everyone on Instagram, and Hey, why not Snapchat, Troy? You can find me at Troy to the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future, on SoundCloud.com/slash Off Topic Podcast. And I forgot Facebook, but if you want to do Facebook, you can also find on Facebook.com/slash Off Topic Podcast. Hey. We're also on iTunes if you're into the whole Apple thing. While you're there, while you're sitting on the pot. Sitting on the pot? You could, uh, if you like the show, you could give it a star review, preferably five. If you like the show, that helps other people find it as well. And if you leave a comment, we may read it on the show. Oh, boy. Make you you famous. (laughs) And back to Android. If you are Android, can't get that iTunes garbage. (laughs) <laughs> we are also on Google Play. Good. That hot, hot app, Google Play. Nice. Google runs the world. It does. If you want to drop us a line that's more than 140 characters, you can do though that on reviewreviewpod at gmail.com. And I think that's all of the plugs in which we are at. Excellent. Excellente. Yeah. Well, JT, next month is right around the corner. Mm-hmm. In fact, it starts tomorrow. It does. Or today, when you're listening to this. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> uh, next, in December, yep. we have a little thing, a little treat. JT, you've been playing it out? Oh, yeah. We uh, Since we start, actually, we started the year with yep. Frontier Month. Yep. Why not end it with final Frontier Month? That's right. Where we tackle a whole bunch of space. Movies. Movies in space. That's right. So, uh, next two weeks, we'll go over one of our, like, one of either or. I don't know. Who who, who do you want to start, me or you, for? Because I've got mine in mind for uh, my, my favorite space movie. You brought this up to me just today, so I don't have one in mind okay. at all. So, we'll start with mine. Sounds good. So, uh... I'll, we'll start with my favorite space movie. We'll do a Troy's favorite space movie, and then we'll do Star Wars Rogue One, and then we'll end the month with Passengers, the Chris Pratt, Jennifer Lawrence, fucking in space movie. Fucking in space. So, uh, and that might even. Oh no! Never mind. That'll le- that'll be all month. Yep. Okay. That'll be all month. 
all month long here on uh, Review View. That's right. And don't miss out after that because then you know what? We'll be doing a 2016 movie wrap-up. Oh, yeah. First week of January. Yep. If nothing's coming out big then. Yep. Might have. I was thinking maybe we do like a review of like the shows of like one of our favorite, like our favorite moments of the past year. Okay. Uh, One already brings to mind. (laughs) Oh, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Like this one? (laughs) This one? Uh, Maybe BVS? (laughs) There was a few moments in there. There's a few moments in there, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, But yeah, we could do that too. Kind of go through that. And then, of course, coming up somewhere soon, we're going to have our top 10. I think we might split that up into two episodes. We could do that. So we don't do it for a three hour long episode again. (laughs) We get Ghost Hunter Dave back. He loves movies. Hey, I I like Ghost Hunter Dave's point of view on things. Same. And you know he loves BVS, so he'd be real. That'd be real interesting. A real treat. I really want to. <laughs> real I just, treat. Like, I don't even. I I want him. I want him to feel like in a safe environment too. Like, like I'm not. We're not gonna say shit about. We've said our piece. <laughs> I just want to hear from someone who loves it their perspective. Right. That's all I want to hear. Sell me on it. Yeah. That's all I want. Great. We got so much stuff down the pipeline. A lot for you of guys. things coming up. Oh, it's exciting. Fuller House is coming out soon, too. Oh, my. Right? What a good show that's going to be. Oh, my. <laughs> Man. But no, for uh, for next week, since I'm my space movie comes up, just so you guys get it watched, I think I'm going to do the Sam Rockwell classic Moon. Oh, good. I haven't seen that in a while. That'd be cool. Yeah. All right. And I don't think we've reviewed it on here yet, so. If we have it, it's only in passing. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. That's my that's my favorite non-franchise-like space movie. All right. I'm going to stew on it. I might turn on its head and watch something that I've yet to see that I've been wanting to see for Ooh. a while for a space movie. But I'll bring it up next episode Ooh. if I can get my hands on it somewhere. So there you go. Look out for the Sam Rockwell movie, Moon, and we'll, we'll talk about it in depth next week. Um, right here for final frontier month amazing well jt that does it another episode in the bag i like this annual cold or uh cold turkey leftover turkey leftover turkey episode <laughs> i, I want to go cold turkey from movies like this <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah me this was too. pretty painful but yeah i i like it i, I think yep. it's a thing we should do it's good every single year it's good it's good uh but until next week where we start the final frontier I'm Ben Short of the Max Extreme. I am JD3K. And we...